0: Medium-sized business owners, when money comes into your business each week, this software will help you set up a budget, set aside money to pay bills, buy inventory, pay taxes, healthcare costs, whatever your budget needs are, and most importantly, pay yourself, which is something we business owners forget about all too often. Having a basic understanding of the difference between accounting and cash flow management is key when running a business. One has to do with keeping records of your money, and the other has to do with how you use it. Cashflow Mojo Software helps you decide how to portion the money correctly to manage the growth and profits of your business. Check it out today at CashflowMojoSoftware.com. A 30-day trial is just $9.99, and there's no contract needed. This software tool will get your business finances on the right track. CashflowMojoSoftware.com.
1: If waiting for your investments to grow feels like waiting for paint to dry there's a powerful secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know you can accelerate your investment's growth by two three or even four times that's bad news for wall street but great news for you we're cash flow savvy and we'd like to offer you free information that will show you how to take control of your investments and double triple or even quadruple their returns and it's yours for free For the secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know, go to CashflowSavvy.com. That's CashflowSavvy.com.
2: Let's talk about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Lustful Obsessions is the final word in adult novelties. They have named brands at the best prices on the internet, friendly customer service, and an all-around great vibe. Check out Lustful Obsessions. They will spice up the night. You can find them on Twitter at P-A-N-W-O-R-A-S-B-O-X dot com. Check out com, and we'll spell it for you. L-U-S-T-F-U-L-O-B-E-S-S-I-O-N-S dot com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Check out this incredible GoFundMe campaign. Fantastic stuff today. It is U N D M E dot C-O-M slash the letter M, the number 7, the number 9, the letter N, the letter M, and the letter W. We have a 53-year-old man here named Ray. He's on permanent disability, needs your help. He's missing his five front teeth and needs dental implants. He cannot afford the dental fees. We tried to find a dentist to donate the services, but were unsuccessful. You can read about him and make your donations at GoFundMe.com/m79nmw. He's a kind, generous man who helps others, especially senior citizens. He, in return, he's self-conscious and suffers from social anxiety. He hopes to marry one day and fears the embarrassment of a toothless smile. His beautiful smile lights up his face. Won't you please make his dream come true by graciously donating to GoFundMe.com/slash/m79nmw? Please spread the word and thank you for your generosity. Thanks for listening to us here on Transmedia Worldwide.
3: Feel some way Wouldn't be the same Just to know your name I just want to see your face Baby girl, your eyes met mine But I'm not changing lanes Possibly could get to know you But that won't be the same You're dangerous I got this crush and I'll just maintain Not to let me down Changing lanes.
2: We've got a fantastic new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. We're going to tell you about LS1426. They're holding a model casting call this Saturday, February 21st, noon to 4 p.m. at the Embassy Suites Hotel. That's 9505 Stone Lake Boulevard in Austin, Texas. For more information or to register for your chance to shine, go to www.iateke.management.com. That's right. That's I-A-T-E-K-E dot management. We're brought to you by the good friends at La
4: Management. Bodies are piling up in Seattle from a killer that won't stay dead. Dr. Paul Powers is back in Immortal Fear, a medical thriller hunting for a degenerate evil, and trying to warn the world before high-tech medicine creates an apocalypse. But the killer is coming for Paul and the woman he loves, and time is running out. Immortal Fear, the best-selling medical thriller by H.S. Clark. Get it now at Amazon.com. Welcome to the
5: world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
6: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I have no
2: idea. (laughs) I I didn't know you were but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
5: (laughs) Call Jiggy right now, two six seven twenty two jiggy.
2: Daddy
7: hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? What must <laughs> be that uh, David Bowie Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, and Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey. I'm, uh, you
8: know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh,
2: see a few of my
9: tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
2: Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar video program, nine minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us. Coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom, a radio network, 20-plus AM, FM stations across the country and around the world are good friends at TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and so much more. Today on the Thursday edition, Scott Smith will join us to talk Black History Month. He'll be at the uh, bottom of the hour. John Matthews, radio talk show extraordinaire, is going to be with us for two segments today. He is pissed. <laughs> That's what he told me on email today. Also, we're going to talk to my good, close, personal, long-time friend, Mr. Gabriel Barnes, about radio at the bottom of our uh, program. A bonus hour of the world-famous Cheeky Cheek You Show will also be part of our festivities today, featuring Donald Mozella Dan Perkins talking of, I'm sure about the net neutrality situation um, oh people are angry <laughs> here's my take <laughs> I am gonna I am going to give you my take on this and I know that there are people in our audience that are left like nobody's business I know there are people in our audience that are right wingers like nobody's business. But I got some news for you. This is not as bad as everybody thinks it's it. It's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. I know that everybody and their brother is going. Oh my God, Chairman Obama, Chairman this. Oh my God, Mao. Oh my God, he's taking over. Ah, and everybody's throwing a fit. The larger story is not the fact that Obama. Is uh, taking control of the internet. He's not taking control of the internet. Basically, what happens is this: this is a loss for these idiots at Comcast. Uh, this is a loss for the morons that that run uh, Cox Communications. Uh, this 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 is a loss for those kind of people. And the only reason why it's a loss for those kind of people is because they can't turn around and charge Netflix and the rest of these guys. Extra cash. And then turn around and go, well, if you want a fast lane, you got to pay for it. That's not what happened here today. So if people are angry, they're just going to have to get angry with me. But that's my view on it. We will talk to everybody involved a little bit later on. Uh, The bigger issue is the fact that Obama is trying to ban the bullets. Trying to start a revolution is what you people are trying to do. Uh, It's going to get ugly. We've got more coming up. World famous Jiggy Jig while your show rolls on 12 minutes after the hour. Back in a few moments.
10: A fantastic idea or a new product there are many great inventors and creators of new ideas in the world the problem is many of them get discouraged by the process of having to get in touch with manufacturers and the entire protocol that goes with it so they give up but there is an answer ideas to license.com the number two. Ideastolicense.com will help bridge the gap of having a brilliant idea and having manufacturers worldwide viewing your idea. Their goal is to give you, the inventor, the exposure you need in order to get your idea to market and also to keep production lines flowing throughout America and the rest of the world. Whatever your goals, Ideastolicense.com is here to help you achieve your dreams. Visit their website because alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. IdeasToLicense.com. That's the number two. IdeasToLicense.com.
2: Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Hello, Avon calling with beauty and skin products starting at a dollar ninety-nine. Stock up on your favorite Avon products. Try our clinically proven uh, new products for beautiful skin. Order now for free shipping. YourAvon.com slash JS, the number one. Do you want to own your own business? Start today. Sign up at YourAvon.com slash JS, the number one. We'll spell it for you. Y-O-U-R-A-V-O-N dot C-O-M slash the letter J, the letter S, and the number one. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's another great marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about them right now, justgive.org. They've got plans to launch a company that invests into communities. They're running a campaign to raise funds to launch two fashion labels with contributions made to the campaign. Donations will be made to www.justgive.org. If we can help raise these guys that needed funds, we'd like to consider acting as a selling partner. And we love these guys. It's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions, under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels J-Wears and Digifashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion-forward. Fashion label! To view some of the company's designs and to make contributions, visit the campaign on Indiegogo.com. Once there, search J-Wears. That's J-W-E-A-R-Z. And you can check it out today at Indiegogo.com i n d i e g o g o dot com And tell him you heard about it here all Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, www.helptheveterans.com. www.helptheveterans.com. It's an amazing service. Martinez Guliel and he's got a great image cluster leader. He's looking for long-term promotion of this endeavor to raise funds. For a scenario film. So he's looking for long-term providers of exposure. It's an amazing, amazing piece of business. HelpTheVeterans.com Check it out today. It's www.HelpTheVeterans.com Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new marketing partner here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing website. Check this out. www.SurpriseSomething.com Go over there right now, check it out www.surprise-something.com. You're going to want to be there because it's one of the great websites to come down the pike in the new year. www.surprise-something.com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back one more time, it's www.surprise-something.com.
4: Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhals.
11: Many adults get themselves in financial struggles and it's not their fault. They develop bad habits when they were kids and have a hard time breaking them now that they've lived this way for so many years. As an adult and now parents, it's important to start teaching children early on in life about the real value of money. Here are tips to help you raise money smart kids. First, include your children on family shopping trips to the grocery store. Rather than constantly telling them no to everything in the store, let them get involved in the shopping by making lists and pulling items from the shelves and reading price tags this way they'll learn the real value of the items and how much money is needed for expenses second say no we all make mistakes and children do too but parents tend to feel they need to bail out their kids when mistakes occur that's not always best for the child let them learn their money mistakes now while they and the mistakes are small for more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com i'm heather Wagenhalls. now go out and unlock your wealth today
5: Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show on the network.
2: Coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network. 20-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world are good friends at TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. We're going to be talking to Scott Smith at the bottom of our hour here, uh, sharing a uh, interesting story about Black History Month. Looking forward to that with our good friend Scott Smith. But before we do that, let's talk about a great, great new book. It's out. Everywhere the the single dad's guide to surviving autism, Markham Anderson is the author. He's with us today on the telephone. Uh, tell us a little bit about this book. This this is a this is a very interesting read. Tell me all about it.
12: Well, my friend, this is a book that actually was born out of uh, just things that I did when I do public speaking. There were just uh, anecdotes about raising an autistic kid by myself as a middle-aged, disabled man. And people would come up to me after you know my public speaking gigs, and they would say, why don't you put this in a book? And I heard that so so often that finally I just said, you know what, I hate writing, <laughs> but I'm going to sit down at my typewriter, banged out a few chapters, and uh, it's just been interesting to see what happened from that point. This book is really about a growing sector of America, which is single dads who have stepped up and are taking care of special needs kids. And for me, it was never an option. I wasn't going to pawn my kid off on some institution or, you know, family or whatever. Um, When my son's mother left the family, um, I just looked at him and said, it's you and me, buddy. And this was actually two and a half years before he was even diagnosed as being autistic. My book is all about learning to live with autism using humor and just finding the joy in every day.
2: We've got a fabulous guest with us today, joining us on the telephone, Mr. Markham Anderson, and uh, he has this great book, The Single Dad's Guide to Surviving Autism. Uh, how does your book and and everything kind of kind of parallel your life here? Is it is it basically about your life, or, or, or what, what is the book about?
12: It's really about my life, but it's also about my son Connor's life. My son is nine years old, and I've been trying to get more help for his autism. He's nonverbal. He actually stopped talking when he was three. He had a pretty good vocabulary going, and all of a sudden, he just stopped talking literally overnight. It's a pretty common wow. story. And this, my book is about, you know, a single person who suddenly finds themselves with a child that they cannot communicate with in any real way. And it's heartbreaking. It's bittersweet. But through the grace of God and just my son, who really is my greatest teacher now, by the way, I've learned that autism does not have to define your life. doesn't have to define your child's life. And there's no cure for autism. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's no vaccine for it. It's not a sexy cause or a sexy disease where people get behind it. One in 68 kids now are being diagnosed in America. It's really frightening. And this book is about learning how to use humor and learning how to just cope and have hope. That's really what it's about, my friend.
2: Mark Anderson joins us today. Brand new book, The Single Dad's Guide to Surviving Autism. He's with us on the telephone. What's the overall theme of the book?
12: Well, the overall theme is learning to take little bits of every day. Because so many things happen. We're on massive routines where if anything changes in a routine, my son could have a huge meltdown. We just recently returned from a vacation in Texas, seeing all our family down there. Well, my son thrived on seeing all these people, family and friends he hasn't seen in about four years, and as soon as we got home, you know, our autism routine has to start up again from the second we walk in the door, and my book is really about helping other single dads and really just about anyone that's affected by autism, because it's a, two-way kind of a thing. The child has to deal with the frustration of not being able to get their thoughts across to you as a caregiver, and then the frustration of people like me who can't have just a normal conversation with their child. And there is a part of uh, in Chapter 1, which is called The Treasure, which is all about how a movie came into play, and we started communicating basically via a movie that we shared.
2: We've got a fantastic guest with us today on the telephone. Markham Anderson joins us, brand-new book, The Single Dad's Guide to Surviving Autism. Why do you think that this book will appeal to readers?
12: Um, I actually think that my book is going to appeal to a large, to a broad spectrum of people, Um, more and more people that I run into every day. Um are learning about autism, mostly because it's affected some member of their family or someone close to them. And with 1 in 68 kids being diagnosed now in 2015, uh, that's up from 1 in 150 kids about five years ago. It's an epidemic. It's not going away. There's no hard and fast cure for it. There's no vaccine for autism. And what I'm trying to do is to create hope and help people see that you can live with this. It's a little bit like a cancer diagnosis. I've actually had some people get angry with me when I make the analogy, but it is. You go through the same emotions. You get angry, and then you go into denial, and then you slowly get into acceptance. And thank God, (laughs) my son is nine years old now. And I'm finally into the acceptance phase, and I'm trying to help other people get to that phase with my
2: book. We've got Markham Anderson joining us today here on the telephone. He joins us live. We're going to take a, a quick time out here. When we come back, we'll chat a little bit more about the book. Uh, Markham Anderson is our guest. We've got more coming up on the world Famous. You can check what you show back here in a few moments.
10: have a fantastic idea or a new product. There are many great inventors and creators of new ideas in the world. The problem is many of them get discouraged by the process of having to get in touch with manufacturers and the entire protocol that goes with it, so they give up. But there is an answer. IdeastoLicense.com the number two. IdeasTolicense.com will help bridge the gap of having a brilliant idea and having manufacturers worldwide viewing your idea. Their goal is to give you, the inventor, the exposure you need in order to get your idea to market and also to keep production lines flowing throughout America and the rest of the world. Whatever your goals, ideas to is here to help you achieve your dreams. Visit their website because alone we can do so little. But together, we can do so much. IdeasToLicense to com that's the number two ideas
2: to license.com let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at transmedia worldwide hello Avon calling with beauty and skin products starting at a dollar ninety nine stock up on your favorite Avon products try our clinically proven a new products for beautiful skin order now for free shipping YourAvon.com slash J-S, the number one. Do you want to own your own business? Start today. Sign up at YourAvon.com slash J-S, the number one. We'll spell it for you. Y-O-U-R-A-V-O-N dot C-O-M slash the letter J, the letter S, and the number one. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's another great marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about them right now, justgive.org. They've got plans to launch a company that invests into communities. They're running a campaign to raise funds to launch two fashion labels with contributions made to the campaign. Donations will be made to www.justgive.org. If we could help raise these guys that needed funds, we'd like to consider acting as a... uh, Selling partner. And we love these guys. It's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions, under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels j and DigiFashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion-forward, fashion-label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions, visit the campaign on Indiegogo.com. Once there, search J-Wears, that's J-W-E-A-R-Z, and you can check it out today at Indiegogo.com, dot ocom And tell them you heard about it here all Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, www.helptheveterans.com www.helptheveterans.com It's an amazing service. Martinez Gugliel, and he's got a great image cluster leader. He's looking for long-term promotion of this endeavor to raise funds for a scenario film. So he's looking for long-term providers of exposure. It's an amazing, amazing piece of business. Helptheveterans.com Check it out today. It's www.helptheveterans.com Help the veterans.com. Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new marketing partner here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing website. Check this out. www.surprisesomething.com. Go over there right now. Check it out at www.surprisesomething.com. You're going to want to be there because it's one of the great websites to come down the pike in the new year. www.surprisesomething.com. Dot com And tell him you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back one more time, it's
13: www.surprisesomething.com. This is The Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio.
9: Many organizations think a good company culture is everything. However, at Shearer's Foods, it's the only thing. Bob Shearer is a laid-back leader who started his company out of a potato chip delivery truck and built it into a $300 million empire. His secret to success treating each other with dignity and respect. One day, Bob wore his blue jeans to work. A salesman passed him in the hallway and snubbed him. The salesman got a substantial order from the purchasing department, but Bob stopped him in the hallway, admonished him for being rude, and tore up the order. How fast do you think that action got to his 2,000 employees? Real fast! Bob didn't have to send a memo on respect and dignity. All he had to do was walk the talk. That's why he is so successful. Do you walk the talk? Maybe you should start now.
5: 24 365, the number two Internet radio program according to TalkStreamLive.com. This is the Cheeky Jaguar Radio Show.
2: Welcome back to the program coast to coast and border to border on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network, 50 plus stations, AM FM, as well as internet. Check out a complete list at JiggyJaguar.com. Markham Anderson is our guest for this uh, portion of our program. He is an amazing guy. He's got a great book. It's called the single dad's guide to surviving autism. He's with us today on the telephone. Now with this book, um, is there a particular chapter that our listeners should be on the lookout for, Mr. Anderson?
12: Um, I think that chapter one, which is uh, titled The Treasure, really sets off what the book is about. And it's, uh, it's heartwarming. It's bittersweet. I'm from Texas, so there's a lot of uh, down-home uh, southern humor peppered in my book. But I think it makes it an easier read, and it takes a very serious subject, which is autism, And it doesn't, I don't color, I don't color it down or sugarcoat it, but I make it, it's a story. And it's a story of me and my son and how we get through autism every day and night. And we do it with humor and we do it with love. I think the first chapter will really speak to the reader, and it's called The Treasure.
2: It is. Mark Amanderson, he joins us today here on the telephone, coast-to-coast, to border-to-border on iHeartRadio. Uh, what makes your book different from others like it?
12: I think because it's it's not preaching to people about autism and, oh my gosh, you know, go to this website or that website and contribute $25 and get yourself a uh, wristband or a autism blanket. That's all fine and good. Um what is lacking in this country is real support for the families of autism. And what I touch on in my book throughout my book is the effect on the families and I don't belabor it and try to make it sound negative and poor me poor me but we go through an awful lot. And we go through something that's similar to post traumatic stress disorder. It's actually <laughs> it's called constant stress disorder, it really never ends. And I want people out there that that have not been affected by autism yet, they will, but have not yet been affected by it, I want them to take some time once a week and read five minutes about autism and the different types of autism, and then read my book and learn that you can cope with it, and there is hope to get through it.
2: Markham Anderson joins us today here on the telephone, coast to coast of border to border on iHeartRadio and talking about this great, great new book. It's out everywhere, The Single Dad's Guide to Surviving Autism. What do you want readers to take away from your writing?
12: I want readers to take away the fact that this is not some sort of a death sentence. It is not something that is going to ruin the rest of your life. It does not mean that your child is so different that he or she can't function in society. A lot of our kids are very high functioning. My son is on the autism spectrum, but he's somewhere in the middle. And kids are just all over the map when it comes to autism. It is not the end of your life. It is the beginning of a journey That is a little different from parents of, uh, say, a typical child. But our kids go through some of the same growth spurts, attitude changes, behavioral changes, just like a typical kid who is not autistic. And my book is really a roadmap in how to deal with day-to-day situations by telling stories, stories that happened to me and my son. And I use a lot of humor and a lot of funny things that happened to us from episodes with Santa Claus to episodes with bathroom accidents. And it's really just a good, solid read. Even for someone who doesn't have an autistic child, pass it on to someone who does and who is struggling.
2: It is the fantastic, fantastic Mark of He joins us today here on the telephone talking about his great new book, The Single Dad's Guide to Autism. He joins us live here on the telephone. What's the message you would like readers to get from this book?
12: I think the message basically is just hope. Um, uh, one of my most special and, and heartwarming memories of life with my son Connor basically just makes me cry every time it pops in my head, which is is daily. Um, they're not sad tears; they're happy they're happy tears, in fact. After my son's mother um, abandoned our family early on, it was a time of uh, of a lot of chaos, a time of scrambling to figure out what the next step was. How do I do this? I'm a middle-aged father. Uh, I'm I'm a disabled U.S. Marine. Uh, There was this big question mark that hung over my head, like a, a red question mark from a Batman TV episode in 1967. It's just hanging there in the air. What do I do? What do I do with this kid? Nobody prepared me for the reality of what it meant to not only suddenly become a single parent, but to become a single parent of autism. All the cards were stacked against me, and it was very, very hard. But I'll tell you, my son is my biggest teacher in life. And if we will pay attention to our kids, autism or not, they teach us life's greatest lessons.
2: We've got Mark Amanderson joining us today here on the telephone. Do you have a particular writing style that you adhere to?
12: You know, it just kind of flows out. I grab myself a cup of coffee, and I sit down at my uh, typewriter. I'm old school. And uh, I start banging out just basic thoughts. I don't organize it very well. At the end of the day, I'll go back and I'll do some grammar correction. But what I do is I write from my heart. I just let it spill out. I have so many memories of raising my son by myself, the heartbreak of it, the agony of it, there there is an awful lot of joy that goes along with it. And I focus on that joy, and it just tends to just flow out of me right onto the paper and eventually into my PC. And then I've got a chapter that I'm proud of, and then I move on to the next one.
2: We've got Markham Anderson with us today. Uh, what's been some of the best reviews you've gotten on the book so far?
12: I think re- the best reviews really so far have been teachers and people with schools that I've, I've spoken to. Uh, speaking to special education uh, educators, they have just asked me, they just corner me after my talk, which is usually about half an hour long. And they just want to know more and more and more about, you know, we don't really focus on the family so much in school. We're focusing on getting your kid to uh, be more social or trying to get your kid to say a couple of words. Like my son, Connor, is still nonverbal. But he's in such a good program right now that he is starting to say a few words. But people that are in the educational industry, so to speak, They're the ones that are most interested right now, and they're starting to pass my book on to parents. And I can—I mean, we're blessed. I want more parents to pick up this book, download it, and read it. It's not a long book, just a little over 100 pages, but it's funny, and it's educational, and it's really something when you're done with it, you can pass it on to someone else that you love and care about.
2: Fantastic guest with us today. Markham Anderson joins us on the telephone. Uh, what, are your some, what are some expectations you have for this book?
12: Um, I would say that my expectations are to get the book out there to people that normally wouldn't want to read about autism. They might think it's just another book about, oh, they're just going to talk about statistics. Oh, they're going to talk about the latest medical fad. They're going to talk about uh, vaccinations. The vaccinations cause autism? And this book is none of those things. I'm a traditional storyteller. I'm from a long line of Texas storytellers. And this is a way for people to see that we have a life just like everyone else does. Ours is just skewed a little bit differently. And we eat meals together. We take trips together. But... There are things that people need to know. Why does my child make noise We're out at the playground or in a movie theater or in a restaurant? My child's not mentally retarded. He's autistic. This is really about education using humor.
2: Markham Anderson's been our guest today. Uh, how do we get a hold of you online? Where can we pick up the book? All that, my friend.
12: Um, you can actually go to uh, my website, which is www.singledadsguidetosurvivingautism.com. to surviving Kind of long. Uh, you can also contact me directly at my personal email. It's my name, it's MarkhamAnderson at yahoo.com. That's M A R K H A M A N D E R S O N at yahoo.com.
2: What's next for you as an author?
12: Next for me is, (laughs) it has nothing to do with autism. Uh, Actually, I was in the Marine Corps for 12 years, so I'm going to be doing something with a military theme. Uh, It's untitled as of yet, but it's going to have a lot to do with uh, scout sniper training, uh, force reconnaissance marine, and a handful of Navy SEALs and what they get caught up in uh, over in Panama back in the late 80s. It's an unknown story.
2: Looking forward to that. Markham Anderson's been our guest today here on the telephone. He's got a great new book. It's called The Single Dad's Guide to Surviving Autism. It's available on Amazon. We're going to put a link up to it on our website at jiggyjaguar.com If you missed and missed any of the interview or came in late, we're going to post the entire clip at our website, dot rcom Thank you, Markham, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. We've got more. Scott Smith on the way. Transmedia Worldwide is brought to you by our good friends over at GoFundMe.com slash send to Vegas. The client's purpose ...are traveling to Vegas to participate in the pre-stellar showcase sponsored by the Urban Soul Cafe. This brings exposure to the group as well as Huntsville, Alabama area, and the great talent coming out this area. They are raising funds to assist in their travels as it aids in transport of their band and background vocalists as well. Check out www.gofundme.com sendpurpose to Vegas. They need to raise $6,000 by March 15th. We want to thank everybody for participating and helping them out. Check out g-o-f-u-n-d-m-e dot slash s-e-n-d-p-u-r-p-s-e-t-o-b-e-g-a-s. send sendpurpose to Vegas. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a fabulous new marketing partner we want to tell you about right now here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing, amazing promotion going on right now for Big Day Builders. It's a new home improvement show that surprises deserving people with a makeover on their special occasion. Hence the name, Big Day. You can get a lot of info from the website. Check it out today. Also... Uh, Amazing, amazing stuff! We're looking to support to help make the pilot episode much like a Kickstarter campaign, but not on Kickstarter. People just go to our website and decide how they want to participate. The social sites are Facebook.com/slash BigDayBuilders, also Twitter.com/slash BigDayBuilders, and the website is BigDayBuilders.com. Check it out today! It's BigDayBuilders.com. Get all your information about BigDayBuilders.com. We're gonna spell it for you: B-I-G-D-A-Y-B-U. I L D E R S dot com, Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia worldwide.
13: There's an old saying, more is better. And when it comes to online classified advertising, nothing could be more true. That's why Classified's Ad Plotter is becoming so popular among businesses and consumers who use the net to advertise products and services. How does it work? Say you place a classified ad on Craigslist and eBay. Classified's Ad Plotter then automatically sends those two listings to hundreds and thousands of other free classified sites. You reach more people, produce more sales, and make more money. Best of all, you can try it for free at classifiedsadplotter.com. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new
2: marketing partners, the Transmedia Worldwide. Get the real relationship book that produces a successful relationship. Stop aimlessly looking for your soulmate and discover how to meet your soulmate. Order now. The Guide Book to a Better Relationship is available at com. That's the guidebook to a better relationship.com. And we'll spell it for you dot P.com. And tell him you heard about it here, all transmedia worldwide. It's a brand new fashion company coming to Transmedia Worldwide. It's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions, under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels, j Wares and DigiFashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion forward and fashion label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions visit their campaign on indiegogo.com once there search j wears that's j w e a r z or click on the campaign link at indiegogo.com that's i n d e i g G-O-G-O dot com. And tell them you heard about it here on video Worldwide.
14: Welcome to the Racing to Success Minute with Nadine Lajoie. Use a priority system. When you go to networking events, you need to prioritize what are the prospects for yourself. And usually what I do is I just have a system A, B, and C. The A are the people that I think they are ready, they have an emergency problem that I can resolve and there is a way that we can do a joint venture partnership or help each other. The B are the people that they look interested into my programs but at the same time maybe it's not the great timing for them so if I have time I will go to the B prospect. And the C are the ones that follow up with them with an email or maybe a quick phone call. This is Nadine at NadineRacing.com.
5: The Jiggy Jaguar
2: Radio Program continues. Welcome back to the program. iHeart Radio, tune in as well as our good friends at Radio Loyalty. It is world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Scott Smith is joining us on the telephone, and as you know, Scott joins us each and every week around this time. He has the uh he, you write for Investors Business Daily. You've got the great book, uh, Leaders in Success column, by the way, over there at uh investors.com. Uh you've got the great books out, extraordinarypeoplebook dot com and Godreconsidered dot com. Uh Scott, how do you how do you keep up? <laughs> That's yeah, that's I, my uh, thing, sir. You just I, <laughs> You're a busy man. Well,
15: being. I, like you, James, uh if you're going to be in a creative profession, you are either going to starve to death or you got to work twice as hard as ordinary mortals. So, um, <laughs> you know, you you, you one, one thing about being under deadlines all the time or on the show all the time is that you really realize how much time most of us waste. I mean, yes. between Fiddling around with food and watching TV and taking <laughs> breaks and this and that, you know, I um, I'm really I've become very ruthless with my time and also I've you become learn to be very, very ruthless. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's like you know maybe I'm thinking you know something. Why don't I just kick back tonight? And then I think you know something that's going to double the uh, the pressure. Uh, I'm yeah, one of just... those kids who learned eat the spinach first before the ice cream, because then you get the bad stuff out of the way, and then you can really have fun when you have fun. You know, play hard and work hard and all that stuff, but uh, I've had a kind of a wild week. Incidentally, one of the interviews coming up is a guy that I chased, oh my lord, 15 years ago for an airline magazine, Vicente Fox, the former president of Mexico, and he was supposed to do an interview with me and they wanted to do it all in writing, so I sent the questions in, and they said he was writing up the questions, we're going to send them to you later in the day, never came. I found out people in the press office, for unrelated reasons, had been hired fired, and so I never got my interview. So now a mutual friend found out, and they said, hey, why don't you come up to Vegas and meet him the end of March? So that's... Uh, kind of a he's a really interesting guy, you know, he was the first president of Mexico in 71 years who didn't come from the ruling party. He's got a lot of heretical beliefs like decriminalizing marijuana and stuff like that. So, I imagine that's going to be a provocative interview and that that'll probably run sometime in in April. But anyway, back to what i wanted to talk about today I, I have a chapter in extraordinary people on quincy jones and i did yes, a yes. long a long interview with him years ago and he is as they often say for those who know him the nicest guy in chope is just uh you know a, a guy who always looks at the glass half full so I just want to kind of buzz through uh, an overview of his life, and um, he has his autobiography out and some other books out, and they're worth reading, for, especially for anybody in creative professions, because, you know, when you, essentially, when you're a creative person, you're really an entrepreneur, and you're waiting for patrons or customers, and it's not an easy gig, even before the recession. So he had a tough time himself coming up he wasn't always successful um he had all kinds of problems his mother was put into a mental hospital when she was seven and uh he joined a gang and he ended up at 10 in bremerton washington hanging out with the bad kids and um when he was 11 they broke into a recreation center because they wanted to eat uh, all the pies and ice cream at the soda fountain so that was kind of you know the kind of level of an 11-year-old for being bad, I guess. But while he was in the rec center, he discovered a piano and started to fool around with it, and he was just entranced. And that was his introduction to music. He start, he learned to play trumpet, uh, hanging out at the Count Basie shows at nightclubs. And then he struck up a friendship with Ray Charles at 14, who, of course, is blind but became his mentor into the music business. Um, Ray was already pretty advanced, and uh, they became lifelong friends. Quincy Jones ends up going on a state department tour with Dizzy Gillespie all over the world. Uh, you know gets that cultural exposure and um, and then he decided he was going to form his own group, and he found out there 's a difference between being a musician and being, uh you know playing music and being in the music business and he had all kinds of financial problems they ran out of money you know he started getting smart about that now in the 60s is when he really flowered and he created um, the famous famous instrumental track soul bossa nova which has been the theme for the Austin Power movies and a bunch of other stuff and um so he was a composer, uh, a musical director at Mercury Records, who was the first African-American to be a VP of a major label. And then he started composing music for films, and probably In the Heat of the Night and In Cold Blood were his most famous scores. And then he started to... Uh, he Oh, he also wrote the uh, theme song for Sanford and Son, if anybody remembers that old TV show. So he was kind of um, pretty well-known as the go-to guy and uh, he started scoring stuff and doing arrangements and production for Ella Fitzgerald, Leslie Gore, Sarah Vaughan. He also managed, believe it or not, four albums for Frank Sinatra and the Count Basie Orchestra, um, including very famous 1964's It Might As Well Be Swing. And the first track, Fly Me to the Moon, everybody knows that. That is the Quincy Jones swing arrangement version on that. So... You know, for those of us who weren't that familiar, as I wasn't before I interviewed him, you know, he had this really incredible career in film and music. But then his big breakout really came in 1978 when he scored, he um, produced actually the soundtrack for the movie adaptation of The Wizard of Oz called The Wiz, which was starring Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. And as a result of that, Michael hired him to produce his first solo album, Breaking Away from the Brothers, the Jacksons, 1979's Off the Wall. Everybody was astounded it sold 20 million copies. And then in 1982, they produced Thriller, which went on to sell 110 million copies. It's not only the greatest selling album ever, but I think it's fair to say in the digital age, it's going to stay at the top there. So um, he went on to work in movies. He basically uh, recruited Oprah Winfrey um, for The Color Purple. And um, she said of him, working with Quincy changed everything for me. Uh, Just being on the set with him made me feel connected with myself and my purpose. He has a big open heart, treats everybody as if they're the most important person he's ever met. You just want to be around him. He was the first person I I ever loved unconditionally. And um, my wife actually knew him in the the, uh, days when she was an actress and a model. And, you know, virtually everybody who's ever worked with him met him. Again, glass half full. So there is a kind of a tip on being successful. Now, in more recent years, yeah, in, you know, be nice. I mean, it's not that That's hard. That's right. <laughs> be positive. Make yourself easy to work with. Be pleasant. You know, it's really, really difficult when you work with temperamental, creative people. But being
3: nice... Yes. I will, I will of agree with you on in that.
15: the other person. You know, when you're an asshole... Uh, yes. ...kind of respond you're... accordingly, you know? I mean, this is... It would seem like an obvious thing, and yet uh, people just kind of give in to their, you know, emotional stuff. Now, yep. there's a lot of other great stuff to learn from his career. I think if anybody is interested, especially in music and film and creative professions, they ought to really pick up uh, his autobiography. I mean, he's worked, he did the We Are the World record with 46 superstars, managed to get their egos wow. checked at the door. When they did, he said he called it was like it was like coordinating the invasion of Normandy. You know, call them, <laughs> you yes, know, Bob, Bob Dylan, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon. You know, you name. It was just an incredible feat, and he was like the only guy that could pull it off. Now he has been in recent years doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, he's got books out on music producing now. Uh, just uh, 2013, he was inducted in the. the Rock and and Roll Hall of Fame, and he's got a Quincy Jones website if anybody wants to go to it. It's got a ton of things going on behind the scenes. So he's a great role model for anybody, and uh, maybe we'll uh, talk about something different next week. Lord knows what will emerge, but uh, it's been fun being on again, James.
2: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, you, you've got... A great, great book out here with uh, Extraordinary People. Um, bring us up to speed on the uh, God Reconsidered. Uh, any, yeah. any more news on that?
15: You're you're number one on my list to tell. I'm, uh, I, It's with a, a good publisher, finally, the same one that did the Extraordinary People book. Um, it should be out, I'm guessing, any day. Pro- if I had to take a wild guess, I'd probably think in a couple of weeks. I know they did the cover design a few weeks ago. So, I'm kind of expecting to get it any day. And uh, it's created some waves even before it's officially out there. So, I got the one interview besides yours that we yep. did a few months ago that I did with somebody. Um, it, I got some hate email, shall we say. <laughs> so, the. Well, well both the atheists and the fundamentalists are going to be kind of upset. But anyway, we'll, that's, we'll have a lively show. That right
2: there, <laughs> Scott, is part of the reason why we don't take calls on this show.
15: Yes, there you are. That's right. Is <laughs> because, it's because address, they all
2: come out. They all come out in droves. I had a I had an author one time who was like, well, you know, I've participated in a lot of shows, and I always like it when people call in, and I said... You don't want this audience calling. Damn. <laughs> yeah, just give them your address or you'll
15: have suspicious packages at your door. That's
2: right. That that's that's always how it is, Scott. Well, uh <laughs> Well, Scott, I appreciate it and uh looking forward to talking to you next week.
0: Well do. Thanks. Thank
2: you, sir. All right. Scott Smith with us today. We're gonna take a uh Quick out here and uh, get this frickin' cable problem fixed. And uh, when we come back, it's top of the hour time. Owner, Coming up.
0: Cash flow management is important. You need to monitor your profit margins and your expenses. Cashflow Mojo software is a cash flow management tool made especially for small to medium-sized business owners like you to help you manage the cash flow of your business. When money comes into your business each week, the software will help you set up a budget, set aside money to pay bills, buy inventory, pay taxes, healthcare costs, whatever your budget needs are, and most importantly, Pay yourself, which is something we business owners forget about all too often. Having a basic understanding of the difference between accounting and cash flow management is key when running a business. One has to do with keeping records of your money, and the other has to do with how you use it. Cashflow Mojo Software helps you decide how to portion the money correctly to manage the growth and profits of your business. Check it out today at CashFlowMojoSoftware.com. A thirty-day trial is just nine ninety-nine, and there's no contract needed. This software tool will get your business finances on the right track. CashflowmojoSoftware.com.
13: There's an old saying, more is better. And when it comes to online classified advertising, nothing could be more true. That's why Classified's Ad Plotter is becoming so popular among businesses and consumers who use the net to advertise products and services. How does it work? Say you place a classified ad on Craigslist and eBay. Classified's Ad Plotter then automatically sends those two listings to hundreds and thousands of other free classified sites. You reach more people, produce more sales, and make more money. Best of all, you can try it for free at classifiedsadplotter.com.
2: Check out this incredible GoFundMe campaign. Fantastic stuff today. It is G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter M, the number 7, the number 9, the letter N, the letter M, and the letter W. We have a 53-year-old man here named Ray. He's on permanent disability, needs your help. He's missing his five front teeth and needs dental implants. He cannot afford the dental fees. We tried to find a dentist to donate the services, but were unsuccessful. You can read about him and make your donations at GoFundMe.com/m79nmw. He's a kind, generous man who helps others, especially senior citizens. He looks in return. He's self-conscious and suffers from social anxiety. He hopes to marry one day and fears the embarrassment of a toothless smile. His beautiful smile lights up his face. Won't you please make his dream come true by graciously donating to GoFundMe.com slash M79NMW. Please spread the word and thank you for your generosity. Thanks for listening to us here on Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a fabulous new marketing partner we want to tell you about right now here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing, amazing promotion going on right now for Big Day Builders. It's a new home improvement show that surprises deserving people with a makeover on their special occasion. Hence the name Big Day. You can get a lot of info from the website. Check it out today. Also, uh, Amazing, amazing stuff. We're looking to support to help make the pilot episode. Much like a Kickstarter campaign, but not on Kickstarter. People just go to our website and decide how they want to participate. The social sites are facebook.com slash bigdaybuilders. Also twitter.com slash and The website is bigdaybuilders.com. Check it out today. It's bigdaybuilders.com. Get all your information about bigdaybuilders.com. We're going to spell it for you. B I G D A Y B U i l d e r s dot com bigdaybuilders.com tell them you heard about it here on transmedia worldwide let's tell you about one of our newest marketing partners at transmedia worldwide fantastic fantastic author check out author diana love
5: welcome to the world famous jiggy jaguar radio program and uncut jiggy
7: Jag, you know how
6: you do it you know what i'm saying
5: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
6: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, loved
2: I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a smith.
5: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven. 22 Jiggy.
16: Hey
7: Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that uh, (laughs) David Bowie song. Jiggy played guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm Mike Massey. and you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and see
15: a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much.
9: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
2: Welcome to hour number two of the world famous Chiggy Chigwire radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on the iHeartRadio, Starcom Radio Network as well, 50-plus stations across the U.S. and Canada, 20-plus AM FM stations as well. We've got a great, great series of guests in this hour. We will talk to a fantastic, fantastic doctor in our uh, next segment. He will be here to talk about the... Sumo diet and obesity as a result, Eddie Kartikoff. He is a medical doctor, and he'll talk to us about the Sumo diet. We've also got at the bottom of the hour, Mr. John Matthews, syndicated radio talk show host, will be with us. But uh, right now, we've got a fabulous author with us today. Jeanette Raymond has a great book. Now You Want Me, Now You Don't, and she's with us today on the telephone. Her website, LosAngelesWestSideTherapy.com. Now, Jeanette, tell us a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk a little bit about the book.
17: Okay, well, thanks so much for having me on your show. Um, I'm a psychologist and psychotherapist, and I've been in the business for over 30 years. I am currently working with uh, couples and adults who have relationship problems, having originally worked with the kids who got messed up by their parents. So I thought, okay, I'll work at the other end and help the kids not the
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Now, um, this, this book, incredible book, Now You Want Me, Now You Don't, The Fear of Intimacy. Uh, why did you decide to write this book?
17: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, Two reasons. Uh, One, I was noticing that when couples came to my office for couple therapy, they would both uh, say to me that they wanted their partner to be more responsive and attentive and loving and they were trying really hard to get it, but their partner was not responding. And I uh, would see in the office that they would complain about this. And then all of a sudden, I would work with the other partner. And the partner would respond and be attentive in a genuine way. But the person who complained kind of pushed them away. So then the partner who made the effort would get disappointed and stop doing it. And then the other one would say, see, I told you. That's what happened work. So that was one reason and yeah and it happened on both ends by the way it wasn't just the men or the women it happened both ways and when i told them about it didn't get really upset because they didn't want their story to be challenged they wanted to feel like they were the good ones they were doing all the work they were the angels and the other one was the devil and they were the bad one and they were making the relationship uh tense and, and conflictual So that was the first reason. The second reason was when I had individual, uh, mostly men, uh, come to see me for relationship issues with their wives or girlfriends or whatever, they would often express their uh, longing to have a close relationship with their partners. And uh, they didn't just want to be you know the problem solver the breadwinner the fixer-upper of things in the house and nor did they want to be sexual studs either they wanted that close intimate connection feeling like you're at one with the other you, you know you you're you you're in sync and uh, you can share anything and feel tr- safe and trusted uh women didn't tell me that by the way as an aside and so i would be attentive with them, I try and get close with them, I try and give them what they say they wanted, and lo and behold, they push me away as well. So I realized that there was a fear of intimacy, which is what my book is all about, on um, both sides of the gender equation, but men seem to seek it more than women. I thought, what a great way of showing couples out there in the general public that this is something you're all dealing with. You may not be able to recognize it because the signs are so subtle, and I can demonstrate those signs to you by telling you a story about a couple where one of the members of the couple comes to me for therapy, and I help him in the book understand what's going on between him and his wife based on her history and his history, and then I help him to, to, to get closer to his wife um, as he works
2: with me we've got Jeanette Raymond with us today here on the telephone now this book has uh, done some amazing numbers as far as sales and things tell us about the uh, expectations you have for the book
17: oh well it's 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 uh, really really good because it you know so many people have said it's captivating it's so true to life because most books just tend to focus on, you know, giving you a formula, do this and do that, and it doesn't really work because if it did, nobody would ever write a book again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the captivating part of this book is I give you both sides. One chapter will be about the female, the woman in the relationship. The next chapter will be about him, and the third chapter will be about the therapy where I'm helping him to understand his relationship with his wife to kind of see what the triggers are for her fears and how to manage them and then he'll come back and tell me oh this worked or that doesn't work or whatever and how I help him slowly slowly do it so that this is the beauty of the book where you're seeing all three angles it's not just seen through the eyes of one person and the practical advice that I give is based on the subtle nuances that happen in our relationships and we're not even aware of them you know because it could be a certain facial expression or you know somebody pushing you away when you're busy and then you get upset and so on and you don't realize that it's not personal they're just afraid of you know a ton of things which i can go into if you want but i'd rather you ask me what you think is relevant
2: We've got a great guest with us today. Jeanette Raymond joins us 11 minutes after the hour. Uh, she's got a great new book. It's called Now You Want Me, Now You Don't. Uh, what was the writing process like for the book?
17: You know, it that took about two or three years. It started off, I did ten sessions on blog radio uh, about this couple, but I, I made it... Um, working with uh, what, the guy and telling him how to help his wife. And then I thought, wow, this would be a great e-book. So then I started to um, redo the, the blog um, script uh, into an e-book script. And then I had this aha moment you know, about six or seven months later into, wow, wouldn't it be nice if I told my readers the history of each one and how they got married and why they picked each other and why things are not working anymore? Because most couples who have problems, it kind of happens a year into the marriage, and then they say, what the hell happened? You're not the person I married. You know, why have things turned out so bad when we thought... We were, we had it, you know, it was a heaven-made marriage and we were so right for each other. And so that's when the book starts, you know, or, or kind of starts uh, after they get married and have a kid and everything's going wrong. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to give my readers the backstory of their history, why they got attracted to each other, why things went wrong and how they're trying to manage and they're on the brink of divorce and here I am trying to save their marriage for them. So it took uh, you know two or three years because I added that, and then I had to add the therapy sessions and make it come to life. So it was a lot of dialogue, and you know, in it feels like you're in the therapy office, which is again a very rare experience for a reader because you're it's as if you're a fly on the wall watching me uh, help my client, uh, the guy in this case, and how he struggles uh, to be there with me and be intimate with me so that he can then be emotionally intimate with his wife.
2: Jeanette Raymond with us today. Jeanette, I appreciate you making time for us today. It definitely was a, uh, a great little interview. I've, uh, sent you an email. We're going to see if we can get you back to do a, uh, Longer interview with us on build, grow, and enjoy at some point because I know that our listeners on that on that show will definitely enjoy hearing more about your book. I appreciate you being with us today. Before we let you go, how do how do we find you online?
17: Well, if you're interested in the book, there's a website now. You want me, now you don't. As simple as that. And then I have two other websites. So if you're interested in relationships, it's losangeleswestsidetherapy. If you're interested in anger, stress, and how all that can mess up your the relationships, then it's very simple. It's Doctor the Dr.
2: Good stuff.
17: I have I have a finger in so many pies.
2: Well, I appreciate it, doctor. Thanks for being with Do us today. You have a
17: fantastic idea
10: or new product. There are many great inventors and creators of new ideas in the world. The problem is many of them get discouraged by the process of having to get in touch with manufacturers and the entire protocol that goes with it, so they give up. But there is an answer. IdeastoLicense.com the number two. IdeasTolicense.com will help bridge the gap of having a brilliant idea and having manufacturers worldwide viewing your idea. Their goal is to give you, the inventor, the exposure you need in order to get your idea to market and also to keep production lines flowing throughout America and the rest of the world. Whatever your goals, ideas to license.com is here to help you achieve your dreams. Visit their website because alone we can do so little. But together, we can do so much. Ideastolicense.com
2: That's the number 2 Ideastolicense.com Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide Hello Avon calling With beauty and skin products starting at $1.99 Stock up on your favorite Avon products Try our clinically proven uh, new products for beautiful skin Order now for free shipping YourAvon.com Slash J-S The number one Do you want to own your own business? Start today Sign up at YourAvon.com Slash J-S The number one We'll spell it for you Y-O-U-R-A-V-O-N Dot C-O-M Slash the letter J The letter S And the number one And tell them you heard about it here On Transmedia Worldwide It's another great marketing partner At Transmedia Worldwide Let's tell you about them right now, justgive.org. They've got plans to launch a company that invests into communities. They're running a campaign to raise funds to launch two fashion labels with contributions made to the campaign. Donations will be made to www.justgive.org. If we could help raise these guys that needed funds, we'd like to consider acting as a... uh, selling partner and we love these guys it's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market you can help by making contributions to their campaign the company product evolutions under jw concepts will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels j and digifashion they are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities the company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign the fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion-forward, fashion-label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions, visit the campaign on Indiegogo.com. Once there, search j that's J-W-E-A-R-Z, and you can check it out today at Indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. And tell them you heard about it here all Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, www.helptheveterans.com www.helptheveterans.com It's an amazing service. Martinez Guliel, and he's got a great image cluster leader. He's looking for long-term promotion of this endeavor to raise funds for a scenario film. So he's looking for long-term providers of exposure. It's an amazing, amazing piece of business. Helptheveterans.com Check it out today. It's www. Help the veterans.com. Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new marketing partner here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing website. Check this out. www.surprisesomething.com. Go over there right now. Check it out. It's something.com. You're going to want to be there because it's one of the great websites to come down the pike in the new year. something.com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back one more time, it's www.surprisesomething.com.
16: It's a minute report for America. Admiral Cecil D. Haney, the commander of the U.S. Strategic Command, has noted that space operations are vital to America's security. He is clearly concerned about recent trends. He noted that the playing field in space is changing and the advantage is not going to nations that are peaceful and have democratic governments. Today, he said, we are dealing with a global security environment that is more complex, dynamic, and volatile than at any time in America's history. The security environment features multiple actors operating across all domains. Many actors challenge U.S. democratic values in many ways according to the admiral we are in an environment that is flanked with numerous ungoverned or ineffectively governed areas that are breeding grounds for bad actors and violent extremist organizations these groups he added are using space to recruit and spread propaganda including misinformation in support of their causes Perhaps of greater concern is the proliferation of these emerging strategic capabilities attempting to limit America's decision and maneuverability in space that ultimately impacts strategic stability. The Admiral focused on the emerging capabilities and what it means for the U.S. Space is getting cluttered, he said, noting that it is more congested, contested, and competitive, and that alone makes U.S. capabilities increasingly vulnerable. On Frank Farnuccio. Read more at USAGovPolicy.com.
5: The Jiggy Jaguar radio program, every afternoon on the network, coast to coast and border to border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com.
2: Welcome back to the program, 20 minutes after the hour. We've got a great guest with us here in a few moments. At the bottom of the hour, we will talk to Jonathan Matthews syndicated radio talk show host. He is mad as hell about the net neutrality decision that took place earlier today from the Federal Communications Commission, and we will uh, talk to him about that in a couple segments. And also, we'll be chatting with Gabriel Barnes on radio, about radio on the radio, (laughs) in our hour number three of our program. But uh, the topic for this first segment of our broadcast here, uh, we've got what Americans are doing similar to sumo wrestlers, and why they are not losing weight as a result. With us today on the telephone, and I know I'm going to butcher his name, Dr. Eddie Fodokoff, and uh, Dr... I apologize for abusing, uh, abusing your name. Uh, <laughs> I am always referred to as Jiggy Jaguar the ugly American because I never can get anyone's name right. Uh, but uh, Dr. Eddie, tell us about, first of all, tell us about your background because you're a nutrition expert. And uh, you're with us today to discuss this uh, obesity epidemic and what, what you call the sumo wrestler effect. Uh, but tell us a little bit about your background and then we'll get into the topic here.
6: Sure. Uh, you did You did pretty good for getting my name right on the first try, everybody. Awesome.
2: A <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. It's, yes. it's a
6: wonderful show, and I've listened to it a few times before. Um, how I got into it I'm, originally, I was born in Russia, moved here in America when I was little, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, but I was obese myself when I was younger. And not until I broke my arm um, as a result of it, I went in the gym and lost all the weight. And so ever since I was little, I knew I cared about weight loss and obesity. And um, I became a personal trainer, then I went to school and became a dietitian major. Uh, after that, I went to chiropractic school, didn't really like that, went to medical school, um, and now I'm residency in internal medicine, and I want to practice um, obesity medicine. So that's the American Bariatric uh, Physician Society is, is a membership that I'm part of, and we basically advocate in behalf of weight loss and the obesity epidemic that's facing our country. I'm passionate about it because as a personal trainer, I help people lose weight. As a nutritionist, writing diet plans, I help people lose their weight. And now as a physician, I feel like I can help them even more to lose weight and keep it off. I mean, that's the hardest part is, you know, yeah, have this weight, can you keep it off? There's plenty of diets out there that you'll lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, it's unhealthy and then you gain it right back. I mean, you know, so I'm trying to do it the right way that people keep it years off and versus... I lost 20 pounds for a wedding a month later to gain it all back. Or I lost 20 pounds for bar mitzvah, for a vacation, for a high school reunion, and then to gained it all back. So I think uh, what, what really related to my patients that I see at the weight loss clinic um, was a sumo wrestler diet. And they all looked at me appalled. And after I gave them <laughs> the sumo wrestler, after yeah. yeah, the beginning the sumo wrestler spiel, they just kind of looked and said, oh, my God, I like a sumo wrestler. No wonder I'm not losing weight. Um, and, and the reason I came with that topic is the number one problem I have at the weight loss clinic is not that people are eating too much. They're not eating enough. They're eating once or twice a day. And when I start telling them that's what sumo wrestlers do and explaining the depths of it, which we're going to talk here in a moment about, the different steps that sumo wrestlers take to gain weight, it's exactly like the standard American diet.
2: We've got uh, Dr. Wow. Eddie with us today. Now, now with, with this um, situation with this sumo diet, um, what, what exactly do you mean by this?
6: Okay. So sumo wrestlers, for, for the viewers who don't know, they're, it's an ancient Japanese sport. So they get a lot of prestige for being big. So the bigger they are, the better it is for their sport and for their field. Um, and so the bigger you are, I think the most sumo wrestler weighed 630 pounds and he was from Hawaii, and that's a big deal. So what they try to do is their whole philosophy is how to gain weight. Uh, We study and we do research studies and publications, spend millions of dollars, and $300 billion was spent in just obesity medicine. This was 2014 from the CDC. So they're doing the opposite. They're studying how to gain weight, you know, which we're trying to do opposite, how to lose weight. So the way they realize how to do that is, step one, not eat breakfast. Uh, Sumerlessers never eat breakfast. Uh, They slow down the metabolism this way, and that way they ensure that the metabolism slows down for the rest of the day. Um, Huffington Post posted an article in 2011 now. It's probably old. 31 million Americans get breakfast. They did, a, they did a study in 2005 when it said people that ate breakfast tend to be leaner. The people that didn't eat breakfast tend to be overweight and obese. So that's the step number one people aren't doing. They're not eating breakfast. Um, they're slowing their metabolism. And everybody's got busy schedule. Most of the people that don't eat breakfast are females. Uh, they're busier than the male counterparts, children, adolescents, teenagers. So they just run out the door and say, I'm busy, I can't. They grab a cup of coffee, and then they come home, and then they binge eat. That's number two what female wrestlers do. They binge eat, and the reason they binge eat, they pack it with a lot of calories, so that way all the blood flow goes into their metabolism for their, for their, for their gut. And once that happens, you have a release of, of insulin, and insulin, we know, helps in lipogenesis, which means storing the fat. So insulin will store all that fat. You predis- predispose predispos- yourself to gain weight and have an insulin resistance. So that's the second thing that sumo wrestlers do that I think we as Americans also do. We come home after a long day, after a 10, 12-hour shift, and we just eat by the dinner table or just eat watching TV, and then we gain weight as a result of it.
16: We've, now,
2: Go, go uh, ahead. Go on. Go on. Uh, I can
6: talk about this uh, on hours on end. Uh, I feel very passionate about this topic. Another reason they do is sumo wrestlers only once or twice a day. Now, there's two different philosophies for sumo wrestlers. You look at sumo wrestler A, that wakes up in the morning, works out 9 to 5. So those are the hardcore sumo wrestlers that work out 9 to 5 in the gym, and they fast all day long. And then from 5 to midnight, they binge. And then they go to sleep and start all over again. The second sumo wrestler will wake up, fast, then work out, take a mid-lunch, and then take a mid-afternoon nap, and then wake up, and then binge eat. It depends what type of sumo wrestler you are. Regardless, uh, for people that take power naps and, and either a big lunch, you're doing the same thing sumo wrestlers do, or if you fast the whole day and binge eat that night, you do what sumo wrestlers do. And I always hear the story you might hear from some of your guests. I wake up in the morning, and I go for a run before I get ready to go to work. Well, that's the worst thing you could have done. You just ran outside, burnt all your sugar, your, your storage for your sugar, and then decreased your metabolism because your body doesn't know if it's, it's going to get another meal or not. Uh, our, our body doesn't know if we're in the United States, if we're in a third world country, if we're going to get another meal. It's going to preserve and hold on everything it needs to because it doesn't know if it's going to get another meal. And sumo wrestlers hone in on the fact that's how they slow down the metabolism. That's why they work out and they starve themselves when they lift weights when they do training because they want to slow down the metabolism. They want to take advantage of the flight or fight response that we might not get another meal. And so the body holds it down, slows the metabolism. They're based on metabolic weight, and that's another advantage of gain weight. Another thing they do, and this is, you could say most Americans do this, and probably Northeast is most notorious, you they the South, is drink alcohol, drink beer. Female um, wrestlers drink large amounts of beer with their meals. Uh, For sumo wrestlers, the bigger the belly, the better. So the bigger belly they have, the more they can push out their opponent. And so the way they realize how to get that bigger belly is drinking large amounts of beer. Uh, In some parts of society, even in Russia or Ukraine and other parts, Russians used to drink beer with uh, sour cream to bulk on weight. Um, So that's just kind of a trick that they used to do. Another reason why alcohol helps you gain weight is alcohol is processed the same way as fat in your body. So automatically gets stored as fat. And what alcohol does, why... Like some people will say they get hungry after they eat. Have you heard of that? I drink alcohol that I'm hungry. Have you ever heard of that thing?
2: Yes, actually I have I I have a a training partner uh that that lifts weights and uh he 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 lifts weights well what what he'll do is he'll go to karate class, then he'll go lift weights with me, then he'll go hang out at the bar and drink, and then he goes to IHOP and he eats. <laughs> That's a nightmare as far as I'm concerned, but (laughs) you're the fitness professional. Jump in there, my friend.
6: And you always hear that. People just say, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go to Waffle House. I'm hungry. Let's go to IHOP. I'm hungry. Let's go to Steak and Shake. Whatever's open, it always happens after they drink. And the reason is is because um, alcohol lowers your blood sugar a lot of them get hypoglycemic, and that's why a lot of diabetics don't even know they're diabetic. But they drink a lot. The sugar's always controlled until they go to the hospital visit and they say you're in kidney failure and you have diabetes, and they're like, "But well, I've never felt I felt okay. Because each time they're drinking, it lowers their blood sugar. They yep. get hypoglycemic, yep. and then they want to go eat. So most of the time they eat is because their blood sugar drops from the alcohol. I,
2: can, so. you, can you hold just a second, Dr. Eddie? We, we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to keep chatting with uh, Dr. Eddie uh, wrestlers and why they are not losing weight as a result. People are doing this sumo diet stuff, and they're basically doing it similar to what sumo wrestlers do. We've got more coming up here on the World Famous. You can check what you show back here in a few moments. Transmedia Worldwide is brought to you by our good friends over at GoFundMe.com slash send purpose to Vegas. The clients, Purpose, are traveling to Vegas to participate in the pre-stellar showcase sponsored by the Urban Soul Cafe. This brings exposure to the group as well as Huntsville, Alabama area, and the great talent coming out this area. They are raising funds to assist in their travels as it aids in transport of their band and background vocalists as well. Check out www.gofundme.com slash send purpose to Vegas. They need to raise $6,000 by March 15th. We want to thank everybody for participating and helping them out. Check out C O M slash s-e-n-d-p-u-r-p-s-e-t-o-v-e-g-a-s gofundme.com slash send purpose to Vegas. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a fabulous new marketing partner we want to tell you about right now here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing, amazing promotion going on right now for Big Day Builders. It's a new home improvement show that surprises deserving people with a makeover on their special occasion. Hence the name, Big Day. You can get a lot of info from the website. Check it out today. Also, uh, amazing, amazing stuff. We're looking to support to help make the pilot episode Much like a Kickstarter campaign, but not on Kickstarter. People just go to our website and decide how they want to participate. The social sites are Facebook.com slash BigDayBuilders. Also Twitter.com slash and The website is BigDayBuilders.com. Check it out today. It's BigDayBuilders.com. Get all your information about BigDayBuilders.com. We're going to spell it for you. B-I-G-D-A-Y-B-U-I-L-D-E-R-S.com. BigDayBuilders.com. Tell them you heard about it here. I'll worldwide.
13: There's an old saying, more is better. And when it comes to online classified advertising, nothing could be more true. That's why Classified's Ad Plotter is becoming so popular among businesses and consumers who use the net to advertise products and services. How does it work? Say you place a classified ad on Craigslist and eBay. Classified's Ad Plotter then automatically sends those two listings to hundreds and thousands of other free classified sites. You reach more people, produce more sales, and make more money. Best of all, you can try it for free at classifiedsadplotter.com. Let's
2: tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, a transmedia worldwide. Get the real relationship book that produces a successful relationship. Stop aimlessly looking for your soulmate and discover how to meet your soulmate. Order now the guide book to a better relationship is available at ww.theguidebook to com. That's the guidebook to a better And we'll spell it for you dot P.com. And tell them you heard about it here, all transmedia worldwide. It's a brand-new fashion company coming to Transmedia Worldwide. It's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions, under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels JWares and DigiFashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion forward, and fashion label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions. Visit their campaign on Indiegogo.com. Once there, search Jwares. That's J-W-E-A-R-Z or click on the campaign link at Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-E-I-G G-O-G-O dot com. And tell them you heard about it here. I'll transmit worldwide.
4: Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhall's
11: Crazy money rules only acceptable at weddings. First, only the bride's family pays up. These days, women don't present quite the same economic burden as once portrayed. Nowadays, it's all about equally paying for a lifetime together. After all, marriage is about compromise, and what better way to begin this commitment than with the bride and groom families sharing the cost? How about paying a thousand bucks for a one-time use outfit? Of course, you're going to look beautiful on your day, but will your savings account really agree with paying five grand for wearing a dress only once? Instead. Go to trunk shows or find deals in stores that offer discounts on gowns with the purchase of bridesmaid's dresses. What's the last party favor you actually remember using? Not many. Instead of spending extra bucks on candy bells, putting cash in the trash, find other ways to thank your guests for being a part of your big day. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
5: The Jiggy Jaguar radio program is back on the network.
2: Welcome back to the big broadcast on iHeartRadio. Tune in, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. We've got a great guest with us today here on the telephone. Uh, Dr. Eddie is uh, back with us. I'm going to attempt to say your last name again, (laughs) Fodokoff. There you I, go. I, I hope I hope that worked. He's with us today. What Americans are doing similar to sumo wrestlers and why they are not losing weight as a result. Now, um, Doctor Eddie, um, give us give us a brief snapshot here of what people can do to fix this problem.
6: Sure. Um, all the Russians would be proud. counts uh, my name correctly. Cannot, <laughs> but, uh... Thank you. <laughs> I'll just kind of give a point to what they're doing and what we can do better. So not eating breakfast is something sumo wrestlers do. They've done studies after studies that people that eat breakfast tend to lose more weight, tend to be skinnier. So the first thing we can do is eat breakfast. Uh, 31 million Americans don't eat breakfast. So step one, eat breakfast, and that's a good, helpful tip. Not eat on a, not exercise on an empty stomach. That's the last thing you want to do. You lower your metabolic rate and your body goes into flight or flight response. It doesn't know if it's going to get another meal. So always eat, even if it's a bar or a banana or something, uh, before you go work out. Um, Another thing you need to do is, sumo wrestlers eat one or two meals a day. Most Americans do that. Increase in the frequency of meals, five or six meals a day, and this is probably the most challenging and the most difficult uh, thing to do. Increase in that metabolism. Get it moving so your body can let go of the fat and say, okay, I know I'm going to get another meal. And people don't understand about the thermic effect. So if you eat 2,000 calories, but your body has to comfortable to digest the food, it takes energy. So you're burning about 600 to 800 calories just to digest the food you just ate. So just because you're eating a lot doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And people always tell me, if I eat six or eight, eight meals a day, they say I'm eating way too much, but they're losing weight and they're afraid of that. So increase the frequency of the meals. Um, you know, if you, tell, if you tell somebody, if they have a BMW or a Jeep, they have to fill up premium gas, they're not going to question you. They know that BMW did research, Jeep did research put premium gas, but when you tell somebody to eat six meals a day and there's over half a billion dollars of research for that recommendation, nobody tends to do that. So it's a little bit different. Um, also, not drink beer or high liquor spirits if you're going to go out and then go eat somewhere afterwards. Uh, just for your listeners, a Jager bomb, Jagermeister, and Red Bull, a shot of that is 400 calories. Uh, so if you have two, three of those The calories can add up quickly, and 3,500 calories is a pound. So having a couple of drinks at dinner can really lead to uh, some weight gain, plus going to IHOP afterwards. Uh, Sleep after eating, never a good idea. It's okay if you eat fruits or vegetables or something light, but if you're eating a heavy meal that your body has to digest, your body can't process all that while you're sleeping, so it's going to store it into fat because it can't use that energy. Um, Also, another thing some do, they go out to eat. Uh, they go out with friends and eat, because research has show, shown 40% more food is consumed when you're going out to eat amongst friends, and 30% of that food is mostly fat. So as sumo do, they go out every, di- every night or every couple times a week to go out to eat, and that's what most Americans do. So try to stay at home, cook if you can, because you know exactly, you're more conscientious of the food you're cooking, how many calories it is when you're at home. Um, that's another take-home message. And drink plenty of water. If you get the hungrier urge, eat plenty of food. Most people don't know, and this is kind of interesting, that broccoli has more protein than a 10-ounce steak. 11.6, 11.8 grams versus the 10.4 you get from a 10-ounce steak. So when I tell people that, oh, my God, I didn't know that broccoli has more protein than steak. Uh, we could talk about what type of protein it is, if it's essential amino acids or whatnot, but it's still got more protein, so people should be using... Broccoli is their main meal instead of the side dish to help with their weight loss.
2: Well, how do we uh, connect with you online? Where, where is the best spot to get a hold of you, my friend? Because I, I, would, I would like to send people your way.
6: Oh, thank you so much. I'm at um, Facebook, backslash Fatikoff. I'm also on Twitter, at Eddie Fatikoff. On Instagram, also at Eddie Fatikoff. And, I have a, and uh, check out my URL at com. And also for your viewers, I'm so passionate about this. Um, um, I wrote a book, The Doctor's Clinic 30 Program, that sold over a million copies since the early '90s. Wow!
3: Um, if
6: anybody, if anybody subscribes or gets a hold of you, I'll more than happy to send out five free Kindle copies uh, if you provide me with the email address to your uh, devoted listeners.
2: Awesome stuff. Well, I will uh, definitely be in touch with you uh, on that because I'd love to have you back on to, to talk about that book. Um, I appreciate you making time for us today Thanks for coming on my friend
6: Thank you for having me on You have a fantastic show
2: Definitely Well thank you my friend I, I appreciate you listening And uh, we'll talk to you soon I'll be in touch my friend
6: Fantastic you a great day.
2: Thank you my man Dr. Eddie Fedakoff, And uh, he is going to be coming up Very soon on our program Great great stuff And uh, we're going to take a time out when we come back. We got more here on the world famous here. Transmedia Worldwide is brought to you by our good friends over at GoFundMe.com/slash/send-purpose-to-Vegas. The client's purpose are traveling to Vegas to participate in the pre-stellar showcase sponsored by the Urban Soul Cafe. This brings exposure to the group as well as Huntsville, Alabama area, and the great talent coming out this area. They are raising funds to assist in their travels as it aids in transport of their band and background vocalists as well. Check out www.gofundme.com slash send purpose to Vegas. They need to raise $6,000 by March 15th. We want to thank everybody for participating and helping them out. Check out G O F U N D M E dot com slash S E N D P U R P S E T O V E G A S. GoFundMe.com slash send purpose to Vegas and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a fabulous new marketing partner we want to tell you about right now here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing, amazing promotion going on right now for Big Day Builders. It's a new home improvement show that surprises deserving people with a makeover on their special occasion. Hence the name, Big Day. You can get a lot of info from the website. Check it out today. Also, uh, amazing, amazing stuff. We're looking to support to help make the pilot episode Much like a Kickstarter campaign, but not on Kickstarter. People just go to our website and decide how they want to participate. The social sites are facebook.com slash bigdaybuilders. Also twitter.com slash and The website is bigdaybuilders.com. Check it out today. It's bigdaybuilders.com. Get all your information about bigdaybuilders.com. We're going to spell it for you. B-I-G-D-A-Y-B-U-I-L-D-E-R-S.com. BigDayBuilders.com. Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's a brand new fashion company coming to Transmedia Worldwide. It's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels, JWares and DigiFashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion forward and fashion label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions visit their campaign on indiegogo.com once there search j wears that's j w e a r z or click on the campaign link at indiegogo.com that's i n d e i g g o g o dot com and tell them you heard about it here i'll video
1: if waiting for your investments to grow feels like waiting for paint to dry There's a powerful secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know. You can accelerate your investment's growth by two, three, or even four times. That's bad news for Wall Street, but great news for you. We're Cashflow Savvy, and we'd like to offer you free information that will show you how to take control of your investments and double, triple, or even quadruple their returns. And it's yours for free. For the secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know, go to CashflowSavvy.com.
18: That's CashflowSavvy.com. On today's Creation Moments Minute, meet a real creature that you'd expect to see in a terrifying science fiction film. They work silently and in the dark. While most of Earth's inhabitants need oxygen for life, they prefer to build their own environment where there is no oxygen. Then they go to work. Using complex chemistry, they begin dissolving metal. They can make a sixteenth of an inch hole through an inch thick metal pipe in six months. Stainless steel isn't so tough. It doesn't slow them down a bit. Even modern space age metals like titanium can't stand up to them. These strange sounding creatures are called sulfate reducing bacteria. Despite our modern scientific sophistication, moth and rust continue to afflict our efforts. This is God's way of reminding us that we along with the creation, are afflicted with sin and are in need of the forgiveness of sins that is ours only through Jesus Christ. For creationmomentsminute.com, I'm Darren Marlin.
2: Everybody's fired up today. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Each and every afternoon, two Central, three Eastern, twelve Pacific, one PM Mountain Standard, and twenty four seven at jaguar dot com on iHeartRadio, TuneIn apps, and AMFM twenty four seven dot com. Uh, my good, close, personal, long-time friend, Mr. Jonathan Matthews, is going to be with us here in a few moments. He is, of course, uh, got the bang-up, bang-up program, the Conservative Syndicate. You can get more information dot net And uh, real conservative talk from a real conservative. And also his friends, who are real conservatives as well. And uh, John... Uh, this first segment, I want to talk about this net neutrality. i seen you all over Facebook and Twitter today. Wow, you let the expletives fly, my man. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, that's what we try to do. We try to, try to get out there, try to get as much information out there as we can, as fast as we can, in many ways that we can. Uh, because uh, if, if this thing continues the, the progressive path that it's going, we may not have that option too much longer, so yep. uh, we we all end up on two-way shortwave radio. Or,
2: uh, <laughs> CB channel nineteen. <laughs>
0: yeah, or maybe smoke signals. You know, there you I've go. Been,
8: yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll, I'll be going to the casinos around here to get somebody to interpret
2: smoke signals. For me. <laughs> Well, what 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 basically what happened today with 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 all this. I know I see I see the 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 left is like, well, you know, they're going to regulate it like a public utility. And then I see uh the 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 right wing are like, well, it's over. And then the the libertarians in the middle are like, you know, I don't care about this net neutrality thing. Obama is coming for the bullets and the guns. Um make make kind of make this you make the simple always sound more simpler, and you also make the complex sound simple. So what happened today with this net neutrality thing, John?
8: Well, what we have to understand is where it originated from. Uh, uh, Several years ago, the FCC tried to step in and uh, do just what they accomplished today. They wanted to regulate the Internet as they would any other uh, public utility and uh, it was shut out in the courts. And so it kind of went off into the wayside, into the what we call in government, you know, the terminal hold basket. And it was sitting over there. And what happened was it was resurrected after the November elections last year. Barack Obama went to the FCC chairman, Thomas Wheeler, and said, I want this thing resurrected, and I want it, I want it to be stricter than it was before, and I want you to push it through. It's a 332-page report that nobody has seen, even though they have voted on it, nobody has seen it except the people on the committee. Uh, It passed today by a three to two vote, three Democrats on the panel and two Republicans. And the two Republicans voted against it, the three Democrats voted for it. These FCC people are chosen. They're presidential appointees that get five-year terms. All three of the FCC chair people right now were all appointed by Barack Obama. And uh, so they're all, you know, they're all, you know, in the same same wavelength. Uh, Thomas Wheeler, who's the chair, is a strong Obama supporter, has contributed to his campaign. And uh, Obama basically just, he thought, you know, he did what he always does. He came up with a plan of how net neutrality was going to neutralize favoritism, preferential treatment, and, of course, economic injustice on the Internet by having people maybe have to pay for their service. Uh, yeah. So what he did was he, he's been selling it as a program to make the Internet equal, equal access to everybody, uh, even those that can't afford it. That That's basically what it is. So it's kind of like Obamacare wrapped up in the net neutral you know, with a, another product. It's a one, a product that nobody has seen, the ingredients. It's been passed or it's been approved. And now the ob- object of the game is to use this, to, in the eyes of the left, what they're selling to the people is to guarantee that the college crowd doesn't have their uh, YouTube videos and their Netflix, you know, buffering in the middle of their porn. <laughs> you know, that that's, that, that's, that's the package the way it's being sold. You know, they, they, we want to make sure that the, these fat cats on Wall Street that are utilizing the internet for profit don't do it at your expense. Yeah. Uh, but as at uh, Jeep pie, who was one of the FCC, chairman and he came out a couple weeks ago publicly and he's been all over the airways trying to explain to people that this is not what they're telling us this is an attempt by the government to basically become the gatekeepers of the internet and it is going to be used as the leftist version of the fairness doctrine and what that means is the government is going to start overseeing who's getting more access than others uh, when we deal with sites like Fox News or CNN or, or any blog sites or conservative uh, fundraising sites or anything like that, and we'll determine at some point in time uh, that it's unfair or it's preferential treatment because one site is getting too many visitors and one, the other site is not. Yeah. So they'll start using what they even call throttling or blocking to make sure that everything remains equal. The word equal in leftist terms means we need to bring you down to our level rather than do something to elevate ourselves up to yours. so that's that's really the the if I have to get it in a very paraphrased fashion that is what it is. This is a direct result of the Democrats losing in two thousand and fourteen by the margins that they have lost, large margins Uh We did a show at the beginning of the week on our show, the Conservative Syndicate, where we outlined the fact that since 2010, the Democrats have lost over 1,000 seats throughout this country at state, local,
2: national level.
8: And uh, governorships, 11 governorships and over 900 seats in local races throughout the country. Of course, the Senate and uh, the the House of Representatives, record numbers there. And so Barack Obama has trying to do something once again to stop the flow of information because what's happening is people like myself that are independent, we're not tied down to anybody, people like you,
2: yep, uh, yep. people
8: that are out there blogging, we are getting the information out there too much, too fast, too quick in real time, and it's, it's screwing up the leftist agenda. So uh, they're, they're trying to squeeze us now to the point where we're going to start being monitored. Uh, you're going to start hearing Obama more and more talking about this as a cyber security issue rather than uh, any other aspect of it. Uh, yep. He's going to use it to say, you know, we got we got to curtail uh, all this stuff that's going out on, on the Internet for national security. And that, that that's tying now into the DHS funding that everybody's squawking about. Uh, it's tying into all the other aspects uh, of what Obama's trying to do. He's trying to bring everything together. I really believe this is probably the most important issue we're dealing with since obamacare in terms yeah. of what the government really wants to do in terms of this is the final piece of the fundamental transformation of the united states of america will control the flow of information and therefore uh people are not going to be able to find out what's going on that that's that's the intent and the purpose of it no holds barred straight up straight across <laughs> that, that's that's the best way I could put that.
2: Now tonight, uh, on 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 your program, I understand you guys are gonna be talking about this. Oh uh, no, we did last night. Oh, ah, okay. Night. Okay. What yeah. was what was the discussion and, and who who'd you have on? Give me kind of a review of that.
8: Well, we brought on two of our, our, our panel members, Joe Hackels from Dry Report and Bob Cardoso from Robert Cardoso Live. Uh, they contribute to my show once a week, and what we did was we basically took what we had, the information that we had. Uh, nobody's seen the 332-page report, but we were able to obtain a seven-and-a-half-minute minute interview with uh, Ajit Pai, who was the FCC uh, chairperson on the FCC that is adamantly against this, and he's been out in the public eye telling everybody, w- you guys are getting screwed. And, uh, we found a seven minute, seven and a half minute interview with him that he had given Bloomberg yesterday afternoon. And so we took that and we, uh, what basically what happened was the commentator from Bloomberg just basically asked him five or six different questions and asked him to explain it. And he went through and explained what this really means. And so, uh, the idea, first he said that the FCC, uh, doesn't need to be overseen. The internet at all because the internet already falls under the uh, the F uh, the FTC the uh, the Commerce yeah Department uh, and they're out there watching what's going on. So the FCC is saying we have to make sure that the ISPs don't start basically shaking down the public and making them pay more for access or giving preferential treatment to people that are paying more. We we don't want any free market enterprise in this. That that the uh, Obama slant. Uh, He talked about the fact that uh, the Obama selling this thing is free to people. You know, we want to keep everything free and accessible. And uh, G.P.I. was telling us that's not going to happen. Uh, What you're going to see, since they can't legally or constitutionally charge taxes, they'll start charging fees for certain services or surcharges and things like this. And this is to offset the cost of providers actually dumbing down or beginning to throttle down the access to the Internet to keep everybody equal. It's like Obamacare. Uh, what we did was they reduced what health plans could offer and then required that everybody had that so that it was equal. That is, it's the same concept. Uh, he also talked about the uh, the idea that, uh, of course, the political advantage is, that if somebody like Fox News starts getting too many hits on their website, and CNN or MSNBC is not, then the government, in 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 uh, in the spirit of the fairness doctrine, can start limiting the number of hits that can go on a website so that everything remains equal. So th- he presented three very basic uh, concepts right away. That uh, he said, first of all, the the Internet is regulated by the people that, that use the Internet. The compet- competition regulates the Internet. People don't go crazy because competition would kill them. So he said, you know, when you've got the FTC already overseeing it, you don't need the FCC. Uh, when you already have uh, the, the speed and everything else being determined by supply and demand, you don't need any of that. This is an out-and-out out power grab by Obama because they got their asses whipped, <laughs> and they're trying to control that because they, they know as well as we know that it's private citizens like us who are out there disseminating the information and bringing de- debate to the table, and they want to stop that. So uh, that's really kind of, you know, that, I'm giving you the short version, of, we, but we went almost two hours on this yeah, and just went through it so step by step. Uh, so people go to our website the to pull up the first archive in fact if you go to my page it'll be the archive that starts up right away and uh, you can listen to it and then figure you know listen to it and learn what it is we learned as we went along we, we really flew through this in the last week because um, you know we're never given enough information by the media long enough to really do anything so we just buckled down last week and said okay let's tear this thing apart so that's what we've been doing it's probably all we've been doing for the last week <laughs> just, just taking the thing and ripping it apart as much as we could in determining what's going on.
2: Well, John, we're, we're going to take a, a quick break. When we come back, I want to keep chatting with you. Let's talk about the uh, issue today. Uh, it's been a banner day, friends. When we come back, uh, the host of the Conservative Syndicate will be with us, John Matthews, talking about Obama and the, uh, the bullet ban that he's attempting to do. We're going to take a break and be back with more here on the world famous Cheeky you show back here in a few moments.
0: As a business owner, you know that cash flow management is important. You need to monitor your profit margins and your expenses. Cashflow Mojo software is a cash flow management tool made especially for small to medium sized business owners like you to help you manage the cash flow of your business. When money comes into your business each week, the software will help you set up a budget, set aside money to pay bills, buy inventory, pay taxes, healthcare costs, whatever your budget needs are, and most importantly, Pay yourself, which is something we business owners forget about all too often. Having a basic understanding of the difference between accounting and cash flow management is key when running a business. One has to do with keeping records of your money, and the other has to do with how you use it. Cashflow Mojo Software helps you decide how to portion the money correctly to manage the growth and profits of your business. Check it out today at CashFlowMojoSoftware.com. A 30-day trial is just $9.99, and there's no contract needed. This software tool will get your business finances on the right track. CashflowMojoSoftware.com
4: Bodies are piling up in Seattle from a killer that won't stay dead. Dr. Paul Powers is back in Immortal Fear, a medical thriller, hunting for a degenerate evil and trying to warn the world before high-tech medicine creates an apocalypse. But the killer is coming for Paul and the woman he loves, and time is running out. Immortal Fear, the best-selling medical thriller by H.S. Clark. Get it now at Amazon.com.
10: Do you have a fantastic idea or a new product? There are many great inventors and creators of new ideas in the world. The problem is many of them get discouraged by the process of having to get in touch with manufacturers and the entire protocol that goes with it, so they give up. But there is an answer. Ideastolicense.com the number two. Ideastolicense.com will help bridge the gap of having a brilliant idea and having manufacturers worldwide viewing your idea. Their goal is to give you, the inventor, the exposure you need in order to get your idea to market and also to keep production lines flowing throughout America and the rest of the world. Whatever your goals, Ideastolicense.com is here to help you achieve your dreams. Visit their website because alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. IdeasToLicense dot com. That's the number two. IdeasToLicense dot
5: Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy
7: Jag. You know how you do it. You know what I'm saying?
5: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
6: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had linguist. no
2: idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were But I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
5: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 267- Twenty-two, Jiggy. Daddy hey, Jiggy,
7: what's happening, man? It must be that uh, <laughs> David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. J- it's a great day. But thanks so much for the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV,
8: and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thanks very much.
9: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
2: Welcome to the world famous Cheeky Cheeky Radio program. Three minutes after the hour, our final hour today. And uh, we're going to do a, a, a bonus hour for our dot-com uh, listeners. Donald Mozella Dan Perkins will be with us during that segment of our program. The fantastic Jonathan Matthews is going to be with us here for a second segment. He hosts the Conservative Syndicate each and every week at the net. You can get all the schedule you can get the uh, replays, podcasts, everything available the conservative syndicate dot net and i 'll tell you today is the big day we were talking about net neutrality earlier with John, and um, John, another big thing that came down this was probably. I don't know 11 or or 12 central standard time today this um this bullet ban essentially is what it's being called by the Drudge Report and InfoWars and some of these other places um what what is basically going on here with Obama trying to from what I can tell it looks like he's trying to start a revolution here by by going after bullets
8: well they, they're they losing the battle on gun control, so I guess the next option is to uh, start a movement on ammunition control. I guess the thought is, uh, you know, we, we've we always heard the old adage, you know, uh, outlaws, uh, uh, guns don't kill people, outlaws, people, you know, outlaws kill
4: yeah. people.
8: You know? yeah. I forget what that old adage was, something like that. Guns don't people kill people, people kill people, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And that's always been the argument is that, by controlling, if we control guns, of course, we'll control the number of violent deaths that are that are occurring all across the country. Um, and and I, one of the ironies of it, I guess, in my mind, is the fact that most of the stuff we're seeing lately is being done with knives. So I thought, well, maybe what we need to do now we need to start banning steak knives or something <laughs> like that, you know, <laughs> you know, so that we don't we don't have kids running around stabbing other kids, you know, that kind of thing. And of course, there's always the finger gun uh that all the kids in elementary school are getting thrown out for yes. you know, pointing their finger at another kid. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think, you know, but I, I I think the plan is uh you know, they have not been as successful as they would like to be at the federal level. I, I would give credit to some of the states that have been able able to pull off gun control. We they've done it out here in California and they did it through the uh the limiting of ammunition. So what they basically said is we can't take your guns. What we'll do is we'll make it difficult for you to put bullets in them. So, you know, if you go to a Walmart out here now, you cannot buy bullets. Uh, they've, they've agreed with the government, you know, with the, I guess to keep the government off of, off their taxes without about them being non-union or whatever. Uh, but you can't buy bullets or in, in most of the stores. And the ones that you can buy bullets, you're limited now. You have a, you have a limit of what you can buy and the caliber of the bullet because obviously the caliber of the bullet dictates the gun. So we can't stop the semi-automatics, but if we quit putting bullets in them, then, you know, people will have to put them back over their mantle as, uh, you know, showpieces and nobody will get hurt, that kind of thing. Um, understanding, you know, it, it, one of the other ironies of this whole thing, uh, right now here in California where we have a special election going on for one of the Senate positions out here. Uh, one of our senators, Democrat senators up in Sacramento, uh, was the author of the anti gun bill out here and was caught last year selling arms, uh, selling guns illegally to China. So, um, he's been replaced or he's been, you know, he's now in the process of, uh, being put through the court system, which will yeah. probably somewhere along the line end up excommunicating him or ex- exonerating him or whatever they're going to do with him. But the point being is that this is just another attempt to try to get something done immediately because. Everything that Obama's doing right now is not for anything other than to make up for all the damage he has he has brought upon the Democrat Party with his policies and agenda. So it it's his way now of pandering to the specific blocks out there. Uh, you know, that, that try to get people to think that's why the Keystone Pipeline is still sitting on you know, been vetoed. He's still worried about the economic wackos and now with the bullets, at least you can say, hey, you know, well, people got their guns, but they don't have the bullets to put in them, so I, you know, I've accomplished something here, and if it wasn't for those pesky Republicans, we'd already have confiscated all these guns. Uh, nobody's bothering to ask, though, uh, why, uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Education and even the IRS is stocking ammunition up to
2: the ceiling that you know? too <laughs> this is the question why why are they why was there a big run on um, on ammunition fairly recently
8: I I'll tell you what I obviously Department of Homeland Security there's something being that thing is being turned into a political brown shirt organization of some kind. It's yeah. not. It's not out there in the public eye right now. Uh, I found it curious. I could see the IRS needing guns, because everybody would like to blow that place up. But, uh, you know, when the Department of Education came down with this stuff, and they're they're buying, they're actually buying uh, uh, what do they call it, well, the, the vehicles, the Humvees and stuff like that. I go, what, what yeah. does the Department of Education need with Humvees and uh, troop carriers? And uh I thought well maybe that's how they're gonna to get to their union meetings, I don't know. But uh <laughs> But the point the point being is I think and this is you know, this goes into the conspiracy stuff, which I'm not a real big fan of, but I have to entertain, uh, given what I've I've seen in this administration, I don't think anything is out of the realm of possibility. Um, I'm I'm in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if at some point in time, uh, you know, something comes down, if we have a race war or we have a some type of civil war for one reason or another, that he's going to bank on people on the public payroll to do the dirty work because most military people won't pull guns on American citizens. So I, I, I kind of have that. There's kind of something in the back of my mind that won't go away in that regard. I mean, I may just be getting into that paranoid state of mind that, uh, you know everything is going down the toilet so fast that we're not going to be able to fix it. And uh, I do believe that the best thing Obama could have right now is a race riot. I, I've always felt that that's what they've been trying to lead up to, um, because that would justify basically some type of coup, a uh, coup. You know, where we say, hey, look, everything is in such disarray. Um, we don't, we don't, we don't need the Constitution right now. We just need control. So just give me control. It's a, the tactic that Hitler pulled, and I, I'm not trying to compare Obama to Hitler. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah. was what Hitler did. He got the chancellor to give him um, complete control outside of the bounds of their, their laws and constitution, and we saw the results of that. And people you know, people think Obama's this cool dude who just walks around with his mojo in a jar. This guy, he's, he's, he's the Manchurian candidate, man. He is the guy that's walking point for a movement that's much bigger than people have been paying attention to. So anything is possible at this point, and uh, I don't put any, people come at me with some really weird conspiracies, and after I get done rolling my eyes, I look back and I go, well, yeah, who knows? <laughs> you know, who knows at this point what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, anything could happen at this point, and uh, uh, I, and that's just the way he wants it. This is the way he's, this this idea of divide and conquer and keeping everything chaotic and Having people bounce from one scandal a day to the next, and nobody can really ever put their finger on exactly what's going on. And then you got the Republicans all standing around with their thumbs up their butts, wondering, Am I going to get reelected next time? You know, then so the Republicans played right into it. They just sit there, you know, McConnell today, he caved in the reed today on the DHS funding. You know, it's, it's, uh, uh, well, we'll pass a clean bill and then we'll bring up something else to defund the money just has been you know that isn't going to work
3: <laughs>
8: and, you know because now they got to go back to the house and boehner's not going to be he's not going to be hardball like he's been saying because he's now going to now he's going to be painted uh a, a, an anti-american for not funding this thing you know and yeah, uh, so, and, and boehner's just not he's going to follow suit it's just a matter of how how much you know how quick he does it he's He follows the rhino rules, and the rhino rules are act like you believe in something without actually believing in anything. And uh, that's the the game right now. That's the game. So, um, you know, this bullet thing, uh, it could be just another issue. It could be just another issue that Obama is just raising up right now to take everybody's eyes off what he wants to do with immigration or uh, what's going on with the uh, the net neutrality or whatever it is he wants to hide right now. You bring up something just so totally ridiculous that all the conservative pundits go crazy and everybody forgets about what's going on. So he's waving his left hand over here while he's doing something else over here on the other side. So um, I, I that kind of stuff, there's certain things Obama does that I don't pay attention to. Actually, this is one of those things I would look at and go, uh-huh, okay, I'm watching what you're doing with the net. I'm watching what you're doing with Obamacare. I'm watching how you're still changing the laws. You're still granting exemptions. You've sent out 800000 uh, in error reports to people about how much money they've paid in their premiums so they can't file their tax returns now. Yep. Washington was reporting yesterday. People are getting their premium bills triple, triple premiums from what they were told they were going to pay. And they're complaining. And what's the state saying? Oh, the Internet screwed it up, or the computers screwed up. Okay, so the computers have screwed that up. The computers have screwed up Obamacare. The computers have screwed up the IRS. And now we're going to give the government control of the computers.
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, what
8: could go wrong with this, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I kind of try to keep my eyes on the things that I know will directly affect us. Um, if we can't turn this stuff around. And I don't even know. We may be beyond the point of no return right now. I, it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. So um, right now, I, I, you know, I, I kind of wink and nod at this thing with Obama and his bullets. Um, I'm, I'm watching what's going on with the net right now because that, that to me, is such an important element of what happens. We yeah. yeah. are able to implement this thing. Um, we're pretty much going to be up a river without a paddle. And uh, it's going to be very hard to get information out there that has not been filtered and slanted and skewed. And uh, it's going to be an even worse uphill battle than we're fighting right now.
2: Well, we're uh, we're going to take a break with John this week, and we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Uh, thanks for coming on and uh, chatting with us uh, in an extended edition today of, of your segment, talking about net neutrality and also this uh, bullet grab uh, potentially by the Obama administration. Uh, John, uh, before we let you go, when's the show on? How can people get a hold of it?
8: Uh, we're on live Monday through Wednesday, 5 to 7 on the left coast and 8 to 10 on the right. And uh, you just go to my website, theconservativesyndicate.net. It has all of the stations we broadcast on or stream from. Uh, All the archives are there. Anything you want to know about anything we do is right there, theconservativesyndicate.net.
2: Good stuff. Well, John, have yourself a wonderful weekend. We'll talk next week. Thank you, man. All right. Take care, my friend. Appreciate it. Jonathan Matthews with us today. We're going to take a time out when we come back. Gabriel Barnes joins us. Talking radio! Yes, a radio person is coming on the show to talk radio. What is the sky falling? We've got more coming up. Let's talk about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Lustful Obsessions is the final word in adult novelties. They have name brands at the best prices on the internet, friendly customer service, and an all-around great vibe. Check out Lustful Obsessions; they will spice up the night. You can find them on Twitter at p a n w o r a s b o x dot com. You check out lustfulobsessions dot com, and we'll spell it for you: l u s t. F-U-L-O-B-E-S-S-I-O-N-S dot com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Get the real relationship book that produces a successful relationship. Stop aimlessly looking for your soulmate. And discover how to meet your soulmate. Order now. The guidebook to a better relationship is available at www. Dot the guide book to a better relationship dot com. That's the guide to a better relationship dot com, and we'll spell it for you t h e g u i d e b o o k t o a b e d d e r r e l a t i o n s h i p Com and tell him you heard about it here, all transmedia worldwide. Check out this incredible GoFundMe campaign. Fantastic stuff today. It is G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter M, the number 7, the number 9, the letter N, the letter M, and the letter W. We have a 53-year-old man here named Ray. He's on permanent disability. Needs your help. He's missing his five front teeth and needs dental implants. He cannot afford the dental fees. We tried to find a dentist to donate the services, but we're unsuccessful. You can read about him and make your donations at slash M79NMW. He's a kind, generous man who helps others, especially senior citizens. He's he looking in return. He's self conscious and suffers from social anxiety. He hopes to marry one day and fears the embarrassment of a toothless smile. His beautiful smile lights up his face. Won't you please make his dream come true by graciously donating to GoFundMe.com slash M79NMW. Please spread the word and thank you for your generosity. Thanks for listening to us here on Transmedia Worldwide.
18: Did our brain evolve in countless steps from reptiles to the human brain? This is the Creation Moments Minute. According to evolutionary theory, one of the oldest and most primitive parts of the human brain is the part deep inside. The basal ganglia supposedly comes from our reptilian past. Of course, the evolutionary view that the basal ganglia is primitive was never scientifically researched. When researchers finally examined the workings of the basal ganglia, they concluded that the deep structures of the brain that are supposed to be primitive are actually just as complex as the cerebral cortex. In other words, there is absolutely no evidence of their being primitive. Once again, scientific research has not found what evolutionists expected. The human brain has not developed by adding parts to reptile brains. It was specifically created just for human beings. For creationmomentsminute.com, I'm Darren Martler.
5: It's Jiggy Jaguar.
2: Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast, to border-to-border on the Starcom Radio Network. Anyway, 20 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk to Gabriel Barnes here in a few moments about radio. Yes, a radio person is coming on to talk radio. Do you have a- It is absolutely astounding. <laughs> I don't know why radio people just avoid this program. It's not that we don't have radio people on the show. It's the fact that when I have radio people on, they don't want to talk about radio. Why? You're in the business of radio. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why radio people don't want to talk radio. It's the strangest damn thing. (laughs) Strangest thing I've ever been through. If you want to get a hold of us on iHeartRadio, you can do so. We are available over there. Uh, Also, check out and uh, We did a bonus hour yesterday. I keep hearing what I believe is my cell phone ringing, but it's not. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. We're going to do a bonus hour today here on our program uh, with Donald Mazzella, Dan Perkins, coming up. And... uh, Fantastic interview with my good friend Jonathan Matthews. We're going to put that up on our website at JiggyJaguar If you want to, if you missed it or you came in late or what have you, what have you? What does that even mean? Has anybody ever thought about that? What have you? What have you? I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means to play us out, as Bill O'Reilly would say. I, I <laughs> I've noticed that they continue to chase Bill O'Reilly. Um they continue to chase Bill O'Reilly and uh <laughs> they're not going to get him. <laughs> I got news for you kids. It ain't going to happen. They are not going to get Bill O'Reilly. He is not going to resign. He's not going to leave. None of that. You just keep chasing him. Just keep chasing him. We have a premium section at JiggyJaguar.com if you want to go over and check out, uh, actually check out JiggyJaguar.info. We have a premium section if you want to go over there and, uh, Now, of course, today, the net neutrality rules. It's the big story. Uh, The other big story is the fact that Obama is going to be banning bullets by executive action. He threatens the top-selling AR-15 rifle. Um, Another big story today is the... (laughs) I love this. The TSA. Yes, the TSA has issued... Uh, Issues Secret Warning on Catastrophic Threat to Aviation. Oh oh no! Uh, I just don't understand why every once in a while we have to have shenanigans in the sky. Why do we always have to warn people? We have to go, oh my god, these amazing things are going to happen. I remember back in the day when the federal government just didn't... They, they didn't talk about this crap. And they weren't trying to get people all obsessed with one thing. Whether to, Oh, that's what net that neutrality is. I don't know. Obama dares the GOP go ahead, have a vote on whether what I am doing is legal. I will veto. President Obama is daring Republicans to vote on whether or not his executive actions are legal. Discussing opposition to his executive amnesty orders in an immigration town hall Wednesday. Obama said he would veto the vote because his actions are the right thing to do. So in the short term if Mr. McConnell, the leader of the Senate, and the Speaker of the House, John Boehner, the tan man, of course, want to have a vote on whether uh, what I'm doing is legal or not. They can have the vote. I will veto that vote because I'm absolutely confident that's what we're doing is the right thing to do. <laughs> it's like he's of at this point. Here's where I come down on all this. You're never going to build a fence. (laughs) You're never going to build a fence. You're never going to build a... You're never going to do none of that. You're not going to build a fence. You're not going to... Any of the crap. It's not going to happen. So... get over it GOP (laughs) and they're not going to stop them from coming into the country so 25 minutes after the hour let's take a quick break when we come back we will chat hopefully with Mr. Gabriel Bonds about a radio we got more coming up
10: a fantastic idea or a new product. There are many great inventors and creators of new ideas in the world. The problem is many of them get discouraged by the process of having to get in touch with manufacturers and the entire protocol that goes with it. So they give up. But there is an answer. Ideastolicense.com. The number two. IdeasTolicense.com will help bridge the gap of having a brilliant idea and having manufacturers worldwide viewing your idea. Their goal is to give you, the inventor, the exposure you need in order to get your idea to market and also to keep production lines flowing throughout America and the rest of the world. Whatever your goals, ideas to license.com is here to help you achieve your dreams. Visit their website because alone we can do so little. But together, we can do so much. IdeasToLicense.com. That's the number two. IdeasToLicense.com.
2: Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Hello, Avon calling with beauty and skin products starting at $1.99. Stock up on your favorite Avon products. Try our clinically proven uh, new products for beautiful skin. Order now for free shipping. YourAvon.com slash J-S, the number one. Do you want to own your own business? Start today. Sign up at YourAvon.com slash J-S, the number one. We'll spell it for you. Y-O-U-R-A-V-O-N dot C-O-M slash the letter J, the letter S, and the number one. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's another great marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about them right now, justgive.org. They've got plans to launch a company that invests into communities. They're running a campaign to raise funds to launch two fashion labels with contributions made to the campaign. Donations will be made to www.justgive.org. If we could help raise these guys that needed funds, we'd like to consider acting as a selling partner. And We love these guys. The new fashion company needs your support in getting to market. You can help by making contributions to their campaign. The company, Product Evolutions under JW Concepts, will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels J-Wears and Fashion. They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion-forward fashion label to view some of the company's designs and to make contributions visit the campaign on indiegogo.com once there search j wears that's j w e a r z and you can check it out today at indiegogo.com i n d i e g o g o dot com and tell them you heard about it here all transmedia worldwide let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners of transmedia worldwide www.helptheveterans.com www.helptheveterans.com It's an amazing service. Martinez Guliel, and he's got a great image cluster leader. He's looking for long-term promotion of this endeavor to raise funds for a scenario film. So he's looking for long-term providers of exposure. It's an amazing, amazing piece of business. Helptheveterans.com Check it out today. It's www.helptheveterans.com HelpTheVeterans.com. Tell them you heard about it here on TransVideo Worldwide.
14: Welcome to the Racing to Success Minute with Nadine Lajoie. Sometimes in business we have challenges and opportunities and we are not knowing exactly where it will bring us. And you also need to trust your divine intervention. I know in business, it's a lot of people find that really scary to think about the divine intervention, but it's always amazing. I just talked to one of my coaching clients and last week I was telling her you need to trust. Ask the divine intervention and you will see the light will show up, something will pop up or maybe a client will show up. Actually, not even seven days later, she got two clients today because she was trusting herself, her gift, and she knew that what she does in business is really helping people. And this is Nadine at NadineRacing.com. It's Jiggy Jaguar.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Happy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: trying to track down Gabriel Barnes. It's 34 minutes after the hour here on the world famous Chickie Jaguar radio program. We're going to take another quick time out. That was our featured artist for the day, Kinsley, and uh, we'll be back with more here on the program. a great new marketing partner here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing website. Check this out. www.surprise-something.com. Go over there right now. Check it out. It's somethingcom You're going to want to be there because it's one of the great websites to come down the pike in the new year. www.surprisesomething.com Dot com. And tell him you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back one more time, it's www.surprisesomething.com. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Hello, Avon calling. With beauty and skin products starting at $1.99, stock up on your favorite Avon products. Try our clinically proven uh, new products for beautiful skin Order now for free shipping, youravon.com, slash J-S, the number one. Do you want to own your own business? Start today. Sign up at youravon.com, slash J-S, the number one. We'll spell it for you, Y-O-U-R-A-V-O-N, dot C-O-M, slash the letter J, the letter S, and the number one. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's another great marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about them right now, justgive.org. They've got plans to launch a company that invests into communities. They're running a campaign to raise funds to launch two fashion labels with contributions made to the campaign. Donations will be made to www.justgive.org. If we could help raise these guys that needed funds, we'd like to consider acting as a... uh, selling partner and we love these guys it's a new fashion company needs your support in getting to market you can help by making contributions to their campaign the company product evolutions under jw concepts will be launching two fashion labels under the fashion labels j wears and digi fashion They are excited in building a family of companies that support their national communities. The company will be making donations to charity when you make contributions to their campaign. The fashion labels will flaunt innovative designs and is very fashion-forward. Fashion label! To view some of the company's designs and to make contributions, visit the campaign on Indiegogo.com. Once there, search J-Wears. That's J-W-E-A-R-Z. And you can check it out today at Indiegogo.com. I N D I E G O G O dot com. And tell him you heard about it here all Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners of Transmedia Worldwide, dot W.help the veterans.com. It's an amazing service. Martinez Guliel and he's got a great image cluster leader. He's looking for long-term promotion of this endeavor to raise funds. For a scenario film. So he's looking for long term providers of exposure. It's an amazing, amazing piece of business. HelpTheVeterans.com. Check it out today. It's www.helpTheVeterans.com. Tell them you heard about it here on Trans Video Worldwide.
14: Welcome to the Racing to Success Minute with Nadine Lazoa. There are days like that when you get up on a mad mood and like the first full call are just a set of problems but you need courage Courage to get up, courage to get to the next step, to your next phone call, courage to go to see your next client, courage to continue even if it's hard, even if you don't feel for it. As a business, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a life partner, as a spouse, as a mother, as a dad, whoever you are in your life, you need a lot of courage to get through those days when everything goes wrong and you cannot see. See the light at the end of the tunnel. But again, just breathe. Take a deep breath. Be sure you are using your courage to continue and never give up. This is Nadine at NadineRacing.com.
5: Talk with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY. Or email JiggyJaguar at JiggyJaguar.com.
2: Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on the Starcom Radio Network, 20-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Our good friends at TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, com. We've got a fantastic guest on the line. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phones, let him introduce himself, then we'll talk a little bit about why he's here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend.
7: Hello, this is uh, Young MC calling, and uh, check it in, see how you guys
2: are. Now, um, I have been wanting to get you on this on this radio program for a heck of a long time. We've been trying to make the scheduling work. I appreciate you being on with us today. Um, tell, us, tell us a little bit how you got started in the music game, man, because you, you've had a heck of a career.
16: Well,
7: um, if we go all the way back, it literally starts at about 10 or 11 years old in... Uh, Hollis or Queens Village, New York, and I uh, had friends that some were into sports, some were into graffiti, some were into rougher stuff, and then and then uh, hip hop was pretty new because this would have been um, uh, 1977, 1978 around there. So yeah. uh, there were crews going around. There were there were guys DJing and and, uh, and rappers as well.
2: Awesome. Now uh, we've got uh, a great guest with us today here on the line. Uh, young MC joins us on the telephone, and um, you have been doing all sorts of different things from an early age. Um, you you're not just a rapper. You've done you've done acting. You're a singer. Tell us a little bit about the the acting stuff that you've been doing, man.
7: Well, the, the funny thing is is, is I did. Um you know, a couple guest spots, uh, a TV show here and there, and and film. You know, I would I would do. Uh, you know, it wasn't really that big of a thing, and then I got the opportunity to be in up in the air. Yeah. And with um, with with, with uh, wow, well, I don't know why with Jason Reitman, I don't know why the yep. name is escaping me yep. with Jason Reitman, And that was a real good opportunity for me because not only I was surprised that somebody like that would even be listening for me and and know who I was, but even on top of that, was that um, being in the film, a lot of people saw the film, not only did I meet George Clooney and the other people on the film, but I was able to make some connections, and screenwriting was something I've been doing for years, but never really got a chance to get in doing it, so... I uh, made enough connections and now I'm in the process of making my first feature film as we speak.
2: So. That's awesome. Or I mean,
7: post on. So. That's Good.
2: awesome. We've got Young MC with us today, coast to coast to border to border here on our big guest interview Thursday and um, Young MC, you've been doing a, a lot of things when 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 you started uh in music. Uh you you're best known for for Bust a Move, which was out in 1989. Um, the debut album Stone Cold Ryman, it uh, found international right. yeah. acclaim. Tell me a little bit about when when this, when this thing hit, it was amazing, and there was a heck of a lot of people picking this up. You were everywhere, brother.
7: But, it, you know, the funny thing is, is, and I have to stress this to people, back then, even though, you know, it's just 89 and it seems pretty recent, the yeah. technology was not nearly the same. We had cable TV, but not everybody had cable. Yeah. So... You wouldn't know what the reach was. It was almost like you'd go to a local place, and then people would, would say you were popular in that local place, and you understood. But it, it, it wasn't like now where you had, you know, cable and, and, uh, and satellite TV yep. and the Internet and all these things that are nationwide. You didn't have that then. So I didn't really realize how big the record was until... I mean, you see what the chart position says and all that stuff, but in terms of tangible talking to people and hearing stories just when i first heard your record this is what i really liked about your record yeah those were you know th- th- those took a while to happen so i still um you know get amazed every once in a while by a story i hear from somebody you know saying that they heard the record like the record were, were influenced by it
2: we've got young mc with us today um how, how do you think music has changed o- over the years since since you put out since you put out uh, that that Bust a Move track and uh, found all that success in '89, how do you think music has changed?
7: Well, um, that's hard. I mean, the music itself always changes. Yeah. So I don't think the style of music as much as how the music is kind of disseminated to people. You don't have. You don't have the, the real artist development like we had back in my day where yeah. you had the album cover and you had the liner notes and, and fan clubs. You know, it, I haven't really talked to many people about this, but I it's my opinion that the Internet, one of the things the Internet did was really kill the idea of the fan club. Yep,
2: because yep. Because the fan
7: club gave you exclusivity. But the Internet has so much information on it. What fan club information could you get <laughs> that you would be able to get on the Internet? Yep, yep. Because, because a guy in a fan club that's Internet savvy would be like, oh, I'm going to take all the fan club information and I'm going to throw it on the Internet and for I'm the to see. That's because right. Not really the ex-
2: that's yeah, right. So just
7: things like that that made the art the, the specific artist less special, Yeah. those are the things that have really changed. That's why you see the artists being so disposable and guys put out a huge record and you never hear from them again. And you barely know what they look like if you haven't seen a video and things like that.
6: Yeah.
2: That's
7: really the big change, in my opinion.
2: We've got Young MC with us today here on our big broadcast. He joins us this week on our uh, big interview Thursday. And uh, you, you've you been you've been in the music business for a heck of a long time. You've, you've had a lot of success. Uh, just talking there about the way that the Internet has kind of changed music. Um, how do you think that... that your style of hip-hop and rap back in the day has has kind of come back into, I guess, coolness factor because there for a while you were doing your thing and then we had gangster rap and then all of a sudden it's back to everybody's having a good time now like you were back in 89 with Bust a Move.
9: Well,
7: I think part of what happened with it was, you know, it got to a point after the after the rap records started selling a lot that the music that the music companies the record companies kind of they, they kind of were telling the artists the kind of music to make. So when gangster rap started hitting, they wanted everybody to make gangster music, even though a lot of them weren't gangster at all. Yeah. But in the short run, that's fun. And that's oh yeah. Like a, <laughs> a,
2: Oh yeah, that's you know
7: for a fifteen-year-old kid or whatever or eighteen-year-old kid. But when you when you know fast forward ten or twelve years. You're 30, you got kids, you're, you're going to go get a babysitter to take your wife to a club to listen to gangster rap? No. So then what happened was they saw that the, that music didn't have as long of a tail and didn't, what, what, you wouldn't be able to put a you know, gangster rap song in a Disney movie.
3: Yep. So,
7: and the funny thing is for me, I like it. I mean, some of my favorite you know, songs are, are gangster rap songs, or what we consider gangster rap songs. But in terms of how it works for the corporation, it has a very short shelf life so the party stuff you can hear that you know for longer and also even the party stuff has gotten harder so it's not as much of a distinction you know as it was back in my day
2: yeah young mc with us today you know him from his big hit bust a move in 1989 he had a uh, fantastic album now um you've been you 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 were talking earlier about getting into screenwriting uh you you you've got yeah. that opportunity that you're doing um, kind of expand on, on some of your work and different things that you're, you're hoping to accomplish with the screenwriting, because that, that sounds damn interesting.
7: Well, I, I have a, a film uh, that I wrote called Justice Served, and I actually not only wrote it, but we shot it, I directed it, acted in it, um, financed it, and, and um, I'm in the middle of post right now and hope to have it done in the, in the next couple of months to go and uh, get a distributor for it but um it was something where i've been writing screenplays for like oh gosh damn near 20 years and you know i got i got some acclaim from it but i wasn't able to get something sold that i could get on screen so i had a opportunity with working with um arizona state university i live in arizona so working with arizona state university to get it shot and um i did that and i'm in the process of doing the post right now so so that that's been my last couple of years in terms of my you know the biggest thing that i've been working on working on but having said that i'm still doing shows i still get songs licensed that you know um you know there's commercials with my stuff in it and that kind of thing so it's always it's it's always a a good thing i'm always thankful for what for what uh what happened not only not only with bust the move but i i've even had um other songs used in, in multimedia and that's been a really good thing
2: that's cool young mc with us today here on the telephone he's part of our uh Big guest Thursday, and uh, he joins us live now um, you have uh, turned up a few times i 've noticed on some Bellator shows you 've been spotted in the audience um, Tell me about your, your your love for for sports and, uh, and and mixed martial arts and things
7: well, the funny thing about that is um, that comes from from the music the Bellator stuff in in particular one of my one of my best friends. Is is the uh, DJ for um, the UFC AL3? He's the official DJ. Pretty much oh, every wow. show that they do, he, he's there spinning the music. So I knew him before he got that job. So he was a fan of it, and then and then he uh, he got that, and 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 it's been a great thing. And and um, I, I've been watching MMA with that. Then now the Bellator, a friend of mine named named Christian, he 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 literally booked me for shows. He booked me for a couple shows in Canada and California. And then um, turn around a couple years later, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm high up in this organization called Bellator. We're coming to Phoenix. Do you want to watch a fight? I'm like, sure, I'll come out. I had kind of heard of it, but I wasn't sure. And I went and I had a great time. And the seats were amazing. So you could, like, really hear what's going on inside the room. It would be impossible to get, like, UFC stuff like that. But but my man, my man hooked me up. So every time they come out, I'm more than happy to come out. And, and um, you know, they want to take my picture and show me on on, uh, on the screen or on TV that's fine and I always have a great time and, and uh, you know it's, it's a good thing to do and as far as being a sports fan that's one thing about my business I have a decent amount of free time and me being a, a <laughs> you know, raised in New York is like we're rabid about our sports yep. so it never leaves the blood so you get into something and you like something then you, you kind of follow it so yeah I'm, I'm happy to be a fan of both Bellator and UFC
2: Young MC with us today here on the line now that that is the one thing about Bellator we went and covered um a Bellator fight that they had at the Kansas Star Casino uh, fairly recently, and uh, you're right, the seats are absolutely incredible. There is not a bad seat in the uh, in the spots that Bellator does, and and you're right, you can pretty right. much see the action from anywhere in the building. Um, is is that right. part of their their draw as far as how they're uh, selling out their houses and things like that?
7: Um, I, mean, I think it's part of it. I mean, some of the fighters are known from other, you know, from from other organizations, and maybe you just yeah. saw them on TV before, and you weren't able to get close to them before. And they're playing in places, or they're holding fights in places that maybe you wouldn't see other, other organizations holding in fights. You so a lot of sports is personality driven. So if you yeah. have uh, if you have an athlete that was promoted by another organization, and you got all that, uh, you know, public knowledge from that big promotion, and now you get to be literally like. You know, a dozen feet or dozens of feet away from them, and and and, see and hear and everything. There's still a draw to that. Then they have the competitive fights. They, you know, I talk to a lot of guys behind the scenes there, and they go out and they scout fighters and they do their thing, man. They and they if they if they like the show in Kansas in in, in uh, Kansas oh, yeah. City or whatever that you saw. Yeah. I would get. I would guarantee there were a lot of local fighters there. So they make sure that the the local MMA community that may not be into. Um, They may not have access to some of the other organizations that they feel included on that show You know because it takes a lot to get a fighter all the way up to UFC or all the way up to some other places Yeah, but Bellator will take the time to go scout people out saying okay We're gonna go play some we're gonna go fight uh, hold a card in Kansas City Let's look at all these Kansas City fighters Yeah, and and, uh, see who would be good to put on the card and they do that and that that helps because there's a lot of talk Locally here about Bellator based on a couple shows they did and the people they had in the shows
2: We've got young MC with us today here on the telephone, coast to coast, to border to border. Um, now, you you getting back to kind of the music stuff. Um, you you've been doing a lot of different things with music. You've been uh, you you've worked in all facets of music. Um, what what do you think as far as uh, aspiring musical artists, whether they're they're rappers, rockers, whatever? Um, what what should they learn? Uh, coming into the business to kind of be as successful and have such a long-term plan as you do. Because, you know, you were talking earlier, yeah, 89 is not that long ago, but you bring up your name to people. We brought it up on this show all week, and we get calls and emails from people going, Oh my God, I remember that song. Oh my God, I was just listening to that song the other day. Uh, what, what what is the one thing that musical artists can do to have that longevity? Because like you mentioned earlier, the the death of the fan club has kind of you know went to the fact that artists they they put out a huge record, it's a monster hit, and then they're just gone.
7: Well, yeah, because it's about the song and the producer and who guessed it on it and all these other ancillary factors other than the artists themselves. So yeah. that's the hard thing. It's like. Um, I, I saw an interview once with 50 Cent who came out damn near a decade after me. And he <laughs> looked in the camera and said there will be another. There, there will never be another me in terms of there will be another, never be another 50 Cent. And he had it rougher than I had in yeah. terms of the lack of artist development and all these things. So kids coming out now, I mean, I would say it's apples and oranges to try and compare a, a career that would start now as, a, as opposed to a career that's – my career that started in 87. But the one piece of advice that I can give – is that if you have a job, keep your job. If you're in school, stay in school. Make yeah. music your hobby until it becomes lucrative enough to become your career. You know, on top of that, make sure that you write. Don't look for other people to write your songs. Learn how to write, learn how to produce. Get good at that. And even in a little thing that I, that I say is like, don't, pe- people think that, that music or, or art is, is, is like construction work. Like, our, the more work I put into it, the more I'm going to get out of it. But I have a personal thought that there's only so many good songs in you. So when you're inspired, then you work, then you write, then you, you, know, then you create, as opposed to, oh boy, I better write a song and get money for it, I won't be able to pay my mortgage you, or my, my rent yeah. or, or buy food. You don't want to put yourself in that position. You want to you put yourself in a position where the, the art that you create is inspired and not forced because of your circumstances.
2: That's so awesome. So that's the
7: thing: It's literally building a foundation to make good art for a long period of time, where you're not sitting across from somebody who's offering you a deal, and you take the first deal because you're going to starve if you don't. You yeah. don't want to put yourself in that position. I, I uh, graduated from college. Literally, Bust a Move came out finals week of senior year. So I was in a position where you know my my parents gave me that summer, and if I didn't have a you know if I if I didn't make a career out of music, then I either had to get you know a regular job or go to grad school. And you know, I was literally you know platinum soon after that summer, and I was in the Grammys the next year.
2: <laughs> wow, fantastic! We've got Young MC with us today. And um, before we let you go, I know you said something about you you're you're a huge, huge sports fan. Give Give me your thoughts on uh, the NBA and uh, where we're 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 headed to kind of mid season here.
7: Oh well, me being a Nick fan, the NBA I don't I don't
16: know
7: a lot of. Good things to say. <laughs> about the NBA being a Knicks fan other than you know what the trade deadline was exciting the trade deadline yep. was really was really exciting and um it, it'll be interesting to see because you know even even Cleveland getting Perkins the other day they, you know they, they're gearing up not only to go through the east but but deal with the west because Dallas is better and and Atlanta's so good and and uh and Golden State is is solid, and all the things that Oklahoma City did, even with Durant being injured, all yep. these things is going to make you know make the playoffs very interesting. And um, I'm looking forward to that. And me being a New York fan, I'm looking forward to hockey because I'm a Ranger fan. But I'm even happy for the Islanders with how well they're doing <laughs> and the NHL playoffs. Is going to be good. And the last thing I'll say about sports is uh, May second. I honestly think that that is the, that will be. The best
2: day <laughs> I, I I knew I knew we oh. were going to get to that. <laughs>
7: Dude, all, No, all the things that are happening on that day, and especially with social media, especially with, you know, um, just just all the ways, I mean, it, it, you can literally follow everything, you know, and it, either from sitting in your bedroom or, or, you know, sitting in your living room or getting online or whatever. That yeah. is going to be an amazing day of sports. Third day of the draft, Kentucky Derby, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, Yankees, Red Sox, and another baseball, you know... Um, uh, rivalries or whatever—the yep. May- Mayweather-Pacquiao fight—that's amazing for one day. Are you kidding? And and usually that you know people get worried that will that, you know you getting on to the lean days of summer where there's nothing going on. That's a that's a strong day of sports.
2: That is going to be a strong strong day of sports. Before we let you go, I gotta get I gotta get your pick. Who who wins? Mayweather-Pacquiao, or are they gonna somehow con everybody into a, a trilogy?
7: Well, the thing is, you know, here's a, here's the thing. I think Mayweather will win the fight because he's a better fighter. Yeah. Having said that, Pacquiao throws punches that that you don't see. He doesn't throw punches from from traditional angles, but he's not he's not he's not, how can I put it? He's lost some of the strength that he's had in his punches, so he's not going to hit you with one blow and knock you out. So yeah. Mayweather will get hit, but I think I think Mayweather will win the fight. But it'll be exciting. Nobody's going to get knocked out, and and they will be able to hit hit each other because they're so quick and they're older. So. That, that's going to make it an exciting fight. I,
2: I think it'll go to distance. Heck of a deal. Uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with you more in the next couple months, my friend. Come back any time. This has definitely been fun. I appreciated the time, man.
7: Thank you, man.
2: Definitely. Well, uh, Young MC, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Have a good afternoon, brother. All right. Appreciate it, man. Young MC with us today, and uh, we are going to take a timeout. We'll come back with more here. On a world famous Jiggy Jig, why you show back her in a few moments? It's a great new marketing partner here on Transmedia Worldwide. Amazing website.